0: wasn't my fault this time oh, i didn't start this you guys can't blame me for well, this one it's point. hard
1: to come into the conversation of a recording when you've just finished talking about blue balls
0: well you're the one who was talking about blue balls which you have technically no experience with so. yeah well you have
1: technically no experience having period cramps so why don't we just call on you
2: <laughs> that's and there we go didn't take as long <laughs> to get that reference in no I think we're all just off our game, because if I'm not mistaken, this is like the first time we've ever recorded before noon. It yeah. is. It's is very <laughs> much it. Like 50 plus episodes, and <laughs>
0: we're just none of us are morning people. Not no, not all. the slightest. <laughs> no, I've never been a morning person. It's one of those, uh I like the nightlife. I like to oh, Yeah, I like to party. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah I'm, a, I'm a night owl by, by nature, so if somebody asks yeah. me to do something before noon, I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? I don't understand what's yeah. going on.
1: I'm I'm sorta of the same though. I like I, I will do eleven o'clock because it means I can still sleep until ten. Yeah. But only if eleven o'clock means that it's within the city and within like a fifteen minute drive.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I was the when you got when you said eleven o'clock for this morning, I was like, how late can I sleep in and still be functional <laughs> on the podcast? because um, I need my like need like an hour before I can operate kind of operate anything so which is good to say because i usually get up at six and i'm on the road by like seven o'clock so it's good that i have that hour to figure out how to drive my car in the morning (laughs) remember how to be human yeah exactly uh (laughs) yeah not fun all right everybody welcome to dance robot dance we are in between weird anniversary episodes this is episode 51 (laughs) um i'll be your host this week i'm mark uh i'm here uh, with a semi functional and returning from the UK Tim. Yeah, jet lagged as fuck Tim. Hi everybody. Uh and Christy who is eating cereal into her microphone really loud. Shut up, guys. Dom. Nom.
2: Actually, yeah, I have a question. Did it did it fuck with the audio last week really bad when I was doing comics and shit, or was it
0: okay? It was I, I had to cut some stuff. Okay. Uh, I won't do that again. You could do it. I just I I'll just level you down again. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Why did you have to go pick up your books last night? uh no not last night i've just got all of the stuff
2: i've read recently and it's not gonna be like opening and closing bags it's just gonna be me cataloging no that's real
0: real exciting it wasn't as bad the one the time you were pulling the fucking tape off the the mylar i was like okay tim now i'm angry at you but yeah that one yeah (laughs) uh last time i was like i could clear most of this out with a gate and it was fine so um yeah it was good christy what are you doing with your spoon (laughs) She doesn't want us watching my... her eat.
1: No, I'm I'm enjoying the reflection and how it elongates my nose.
0: She's <laughs> having it's visual bits, yeah, guys. yeah more I visual bits. I didn't
1: say anything. I was just looking.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you can't
2: do shit like that and then not explain it because then we're just like, what well, the fuck look, I, is I happening?
1: Mean, no, it just makes my nose look like oblong and like I screenshots. It, mark, I no mark
0: screenshots. Else. I'm not like <laughs> I'm not even looking at Christy. I'm looking at Tim. So. As always. Yeah, exactly. I like staring into Tim's yeah, eyes. I keep Tim up
1: on mine too, most of the time.
0: Really? <laughs> I keep Thanks. me up, too.
1: Gross. All night long.
0: There you go. Um, so how are you guys doing this week? Everybody seems a little out of it because it's super early in the fucking morning.
2: Yeah, I think it's going to be
0: good. I think it's going to make us like, all extra fucking punchy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, pro- my problem is I get quiet when I'm tired, so... Yeah. And I gotta and I gotta host this shit. So <laughs> yeah, it's just shoddy um, hosting right off the bat.
1: Yeah. Always
0: shoddy hosting. <laughs>
1: no, I'm I'm good. I'm um I'm hosting also tired. Bit. No, I it's funny. I a couple of like weird things happened recently. Like I got a raise, which was really cool.
3: Yeah. Um
1: yeah, so to put my head my hat in the same ring as you, Tim. Um but uh I also got in, like, a big fight with a really good friend of mine about, like, something that I did wrong. And, you know, I'm like, you're in the wrong, and you really hate that you're in the wrong, but you totally recognize you're in the wrong, and it's just emotionally draining because you have to, like, not only think about apologizing to them, but really think about, like... Why you know, you're a like, shitty person. Why yeah. you're a shitty person. Why did I do yeah.
3: this? It's <laughs> yeah. so,
1: like, all week, even though we sort of, like, made up. I'm. It's not like a perma made up, it's more of... Uh, well, you have to prove to me that you're not
0: a fucking like, shitty person.
1: A fucking shitty person, and I was like, ah, uh, now I have to think about myself. I've worked so hard. <laughs> <to> <laughs> worked so hard
3: not to not think, think have about, have yeah. To
1: think this shit.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought I was okay, <laughs> and it's like it's never that you're a shitty person. It's just that in the moment you were a shitty person, and you have to like, yeah, really like think about that. And it's just it's so emotionally exhausting that. By the time you're like, you can stop thinking about it for five minutes, you're like, oh, I stopped thinking about it for five minutes. Oh, let's think about it some more.
0: Let's think about it some more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's been like a semi okay. It's been a really good weekend, but the week was just like a shit show.
0: Nice.
2: So,
1: I'm glad you're the- doing this. It's fun and we can poke get, get of it. get your
2: brain off of it. Yeah. I did the same thing. I kind of double booked Alicia and I for like a, Like weekend sort of trip in October sort of thing. Like we're supposed to be doing sort of two different things, and there's one that I really want to do, and one that I'm not so keen on doing. And now I'm trying to figure out how to let the other one down. It's okay because I don't think any of those friends listen to this podcast. So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, they would. You would. You haven't identified which group you don't want to hang out with, right? This is true. They'll probably they'll probably know when I go let them down though. Yeah. Well, that would require everybody to share the podcast, which nobody does anyway, so that's I fine. do it. I At know least I every do. other
1: week. Your mom does.
0: My mom does. My mom and my brother share the podcast. <laughs> Christy never does.
1: I, that's not true.
0: Once. Once doesn't count. Okay, Christy?
1: I share it twice.
0: Oh. When and was the other time? I can't
1: say never because I did it.
0: <laughs> Let's get into the news. <laughs> Yeah cuz that wasn't depressing at all this week. I don't want to argue with fucking Christie about semantics anymore. <laughs> um what did I have this week? All right. So, right off the top, uh Joan Lee passed away at 95, who is the, the long long-time wife of Stanley. Um Yeah. Yeah. Was,
2: um, but, I mean, the, they, he was never like really public about like their relationship and stuff like that. Like she sort of kept Quiet and never like you know, it's there's some couples where like the wife is very prominent kind of thing, but Yeah. Uh so like she wasn't like a super public figure,
0: but obviously they'd been together a long, long time. <laughs> she was very supportive of his career too. She was always around. Like everybody kinda knew who she was. People mm-hmm. in the industry were very like aware of like how long they'd been together and how awesome a couple they were and all that kind of stuff. Because like by all rights, they were like super devoted, just like hopelessly in love the entire time, which I'm just like yeah. that's Pretty impressive for a 69 year marriage, which giggity, but you know, <laughs> um, and then like they must have been together for 70, 71 years. Like that's a long fucking time to be Yeah, absolutely. in that kind of relationship. So
1: I think what's sad though, is that, you know, the way you're describing it and everything and the, you know, how in love they were. I don't think he'll be long for the world. Well, that's,
0: that was kind of the main like point of all the conversation I saw on Reddit. It's like usually when couples in that age bracket, especially because they're well into their nineties, right? Like she was 95 and I think he's 95 as well. Um, Once one goes, it's usually a short order before the next one goes. So I don't think we're going to have Stanley around for much longer, which is very, very sad. So
2: not that we want him to die.
0: Not oh no. god no, yeah. I love Stanley. What are we gonna do without fucking they better be just sh- shooting cameos like left, right, and center just to make <laughs> sure he's around for yeah. ever. So permanent picture. They'll, they'll just start like uh, you know, doing the digital leia for him, I think. Well, it's either that or they'll just even if you just I think like the way they handle him on like the Netflix shows where they just have him as a poster or something yeah. like that yeah. in the background, like I think he'll just be still a presence kind of thing. Yeah, he'll always be a presence.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, because even like there was like even Marvel posted like, and this is like he hasn't actually actively worked for Marvel aside from just being kind of like he's Stan Lee, so it doesn't. Yeah. he's never that far removed of from Marvel. Kind of thing yeah, was... but even their thing was a very Big touching guy. kind of like they put a video out and what like their their Twitter post was like we lo- like Marvel lost a family member this week and stuff like that because I guess Joni was like very important to well she's very important to Stan who is very very important to Marvel right so. Yeah. So that was super sad. Yeah. Um, and more exciting news, we weren't, we aren't going to talk about it this week, but uh, <laughs> Spider-Man uh, Homecoming released in theaters so this week. So
3: good.
0: Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Uh, and, and I'll,
2: I'll fucking may a culpa on this one. We're not talking about it because
0: I've been out of the country
2: and didn't yeah. have a chance to see it. But I'm probably going to see it t- today or tomorrow. So hopefully we'll
0: we'll talk about it soon. Yeah, we'll talk about it soon for sure. It is doing gangbuster business. Apparently, it's going to be Sony's uh, second biggest opening of all time. Um, So that's pretty exciting. I thought we're we're
2: going to be having a discussion like soon about whether we like this more or less than Logan, I think.
1: I liked it more.
2: Well, you've never seen Logan. Never seen Logan. (laughs) So, so there's that.
0: <laughs> so with Tim having never seen Spider Man yet, and you having never seen Logan yet, the only person whose opinion on this is actually valid is mine, and I don't know which one I like <laughs> better. They're vastly fucking different movies. So,
1: like, I haven't even seen Logan, but I know that this is nothing. Oh no, though. Close
0: to it. No, they're they're vastly, vastly different movies. Like yeah. you, Logan. Logan's like a western noir movie i guess plus like
3: like,
2: logan's
0: an end of an era movie and this is a beginning of an era kind of movie so yeah also this is like this may as well be a john hughes movie with spider-man in it too so like yeah i I can't wait um yeah so we'll talk about that if not next week then the week after probably for sure um what else happened this week oh castlevania came out on netflix did any of you guys watch any of it oh did it i didn't realize that came quick yeah no i didn't no, Paul. Uh, I'll have to. I'll have to give props to Paul. Paul messaged me on Friday morning because I went to see Spider Man on Thursday. So I, I'm my instead of I messaged you guys quickly, but I was actually talking to Paul about it, and he's like, "Hey, uh, fucking Castlevania on Netflix right now," and I was like, "Oh, okay." And I they was working that home. pretty quiet. Yeah, they didn't do a lot of promo for it. So, okay. well, it's it's, um, I wouldn't necessarily like rush out and watch it. I would if I had my If I had an option, I probably would wait till the second half of the season gets released so you can get the full kind of season effect because they only dropped four episodes. Oh. And it was all set up. Like it's all four episodes of setup. So it was cool. Like it looks really good. And like everybody, the acting, like the voice work is good and stuff like that. Like everything about it is good. It's just that there was not. There's no like we got to Dracula moment or anything like that. So like it's very early, early days. And they've already been renewed for a. Uh, second season, and they've doubled the episode order order from what I saw this morning. That's a good sign. Yeah, so I
2: guess... Either
0: either means it's really good, or it's really cheap to make. Uh, Probably a little bit of both. Probably a little (laughs) bit of both. I'd imagine, well, I mean, Netflix doesn't release numbers um, for anything, so you never know how well the shows do, Mm -hmm. um, unless it's like Luke Cage and it actually breaks Netflix for a couple hours. Yeah. Um, So that's usually something, but I I, guess... I'm assuming if they've renewed it already, then the reception's been pretty strong. Like people are watching it, so that's yeah. pretty awesome. Um, I don't have a ton of news this week, so Tim, you might well, need
1: to. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned one big thing.
0: What's the one big thing?
1: Um, that uh, Nelson Ellis, who played Lafayette in True Blood, died at 39.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's right. I did see that. That was story. just that was just
2: yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, it was yesterday. Part so of, little...
1: of heart problems.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch any of True Blood. My wife did. She like binged through it. Uh, Alicia binged through it a couple years ago, and uh, seemed to at least fo- found it like very watchable. Like you know, maybe not
0: the most amazing show ever, but very consumable. I the couldn't first- take uh, mm-hmm. Anna Paquin and like Anna Paquin. The two leads in that show were so off-putting. Yeah, I've, I've always had a I've always had a big crush on Anna Paquin. Well, that we finally have one that we don't agree on because she's she's <laughs> not, not usually someone I'm like super into. So,
1: well, I, I watched it for the first two seasons. It was it was actually really fun, like entertaining TV, and it had like a, a storyline that was intriguing and kept you interested. But then it just went off the rails. Like um, some weird stuff started happening. In relationships that were just didn't make sense, and apparently the books. Are f- a fun read, but they are, pl, reading. You know what I mean. Yeah,
2: I, th- I think it, you know it's it's not like Twilight levels of like bad, but it's just like no. you know it's it's nothing groundbreaking or anything like that. Is my impression of like True Blood. It's just it's fun. Like it's kind of like supernatural or whatever. Like it's not you know it's not like world changing. You know, amazing or anything like that. But yeah. it's just fun and very easily watchable and uh, you know it's it's like you know popcorn reading or popcorn watching kind of thing
0: i never i didn't care for the show like the first because i watched the first season and was just like this is not not for me at all so i kind of bounced on it his character uh, victorian and gay enough for you is that it i was just gonna say that (laughs) they the vampires didn't work for me so there you go um a lot of nudity in that show but still no didn't do much for me um but no, his character, the Lafayette character, was actually my favorite character in that first yeah, season because he yeah. was the most interesting. Like, seemed the most grounded, like sensible of everybody. Everybody that was my problem with the show is that like everybody just seemed to just do whatever the plot demanded of them, regardless of how stupid that action was. And I was always like, okay, this is ridiculous. But his character always seemed the most kind of grounded. He's a really good actor. Um, I don't know if he'd actually what else he'd been in, but that's very sad. Thirty nine years old, so. And he did have uh, one of the sort of most uh, iconic scenes in the
2: show with the uh, AIDS burger. Mm-hmm. I
0: don't remember that at all.
2: I remember that <laughs> it was later on. I only know it because Alicia shown it to me. But yeah, it's pretty fucking good.
1: Yeah, it was. It it was so funny. That was <laughs> wasn't it in the first episode though, Tim?
2: Like I said, I only I only I've watched a single episode of it. I just know because Alicia showed me
0: that one clip. Yeah, yeah that's, that's I, it
1: was the first episode.
0: That show didn't. Uh... Obviously, I didn't, I don't remember that, but I did watch it. So, because
1: they were, yeah, there were some really like quite wonderful moments. But I mean, it had a cult following for a reason.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, like my my mom and sister watched it. So, like, I was always kind of aware that it was on, but I was never, yeah. After I watched that first season, I couldn't take Anna Paquin's character for very long. Suki was really fucking annoying. So, yeah,
1: she was. (laughs) And then she ended up being a fairy and it was just like very confusing.
0: Wait, she ended up being a fairy? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, she was a fairy. That's why that's why the um vampires were so like
0: taken with her or, her or whatever. Her, she
1: was half fairy. So they were like, Oh, you smell so good cause you smell like a fair smells
0: <laughs> Is that like actual dialogue from the show? That's
1: exactly yeah. dialogue.
0: <laughs> it's not not paraphrasing <laughs> direct quotes. Yep.
1: Yeah. But yeah, no, it's uh, it it was it's just sad to see someone that young with a family go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not super far off from where I am right now, so that's harrowing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, all right. So what else did I oh okay, so there was one other thing that was a little bit lighter, but like it's probably only interest like Tim and I for the most part. Uh, the the Joker and or Batman and Harley Quinn animated movies started to kind of like go out of previews. But they've oh, announced their next animated one. It's going to be Batman Gotham by Gaslight. They're doing animated.
2: Uh, I've got that next. sitting beside me. Actually, that's one of those things that, uh, yeah, I've been. That's one of the Batman like Elseworlds books that I've been meaning to read for a long, long time. So I've heard nothing but good
0: things yeah. about it. I read it years and years ago, like when probably around when it came out. So it's been a long time since I read it. It does. Uh, I don't remember who wrote it, but I do know Mike McNola fucking drew it. So yeah. uh, Mike McNola being the creator uh, slash Kind of creative force up behind it is oh uh, boy,
2: the creative uh, team is Brian Augustin, Mike Mike McNola, oh. uh, P. Craig Russell, and uh, who I guess would have done colors and David. Horn.
0: Uh no, I bet you Russell. Or I think Russell inked brown- Magnola in his early days. Oh, okay. So there you go. Yeah, that's cool. Um, oh nice. Well, you got that's good condition too. Yeah, it's not bad. Not <laughs> bad. Um. Yeah, no, it's it's an interesting story, like Batman in the Victorian era, hunting Jack the Ripper. I was like...
1: That's kind of mm-hmm. cool.
0: It is pretty cool. It's a good... It's a fun story, so I'm I'm excited to see how they they do it animated. Um,
2: That's one thing I do miss in the uh, DC books now, is they don't seem to do... I, I wish they'd bring back the Elseworlds stories, because they were always... Like, some of them were okay, but a lot of them were done really, really well, and uh, gave sort of interesting takes on uh,
0: older characters. Or- yeah, I remember... I remember picking up a lot of them back in the day, cause like ones like yeah, Superman Red Sun or Red Sun, uh, Cal or Gods and Monsters and stuff like that. Yeah, well, technically Kingdom Come is an world story, if I'm not mistaken, isn't yep. it? Yep.
2: And uh, yeah, Superman Batman Generations was pretty yeah. good as well. And
0: <clears throat> I remember like um, when they started releasing those, they were always prestige books back in the day, and they mm-hmm. always like they'd always get that spot, kind of like. In the front of the store where they wanted you to buy them because they would cost 10 bucks or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being very interested in some of those concepts. So I would grab those books. But yeah, no, this one, this one was an early favorite. And it's also like, I'm hoping they really ape that Magnola style because it would be nice to see that animated properly because mm-hmm. his pencil style is very distinct and very interesting. And I always liked the way he did Batman. I we didn't buy it, but did you, did you ever see the, um, his Batman black and white statue, the very blocky, like. Uh, I think I've seen pictures of it. Yeah, I think I know the one you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, I, I wanted one really bad, but I never I never grabbed one. And now they go for like 1500 bucks on eBay. And I'm like, yeah, it's never happening. So <laughs> that's too bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was all I took note of uh, in my hour before we got on here this morning. Do <laughs> you guys have anything else that I should have picked up on that I missed? Because I'm a shoddy fucking host.
2: Oh. Uh- <laughs> We did learn that uh, Jeremy Renner broke both of his arms while
0: fighting or uh, filming Infinity War. What? Okay, that was that was refuted this morning on CBR. Was it really? Yeah, there's something about that. Oh, uh, Actually, see. this Actually, does Renner say Renner didn't update. break his arms on on Infinity War. Oh my God, I can't even read. Actually, <laughs> Renner didn't break his arms on Avengers Infinity War set. It's what oh, okay. the, the top the top of CBR right now. <laughs> All mm-hmm. right. Well, there you go. Oh wait. Okay, so he did break his arms. He did not break his arms on the Avengers set. He broke his arms on the set of a comedy he's filming titled Tag.
1: (laughs) No, they played too hard.
0: But
2: it was like (laughs) uh, in the middle of fighting Infinity War
0: like he went off to do some filming on that or something. Well, he's Hawkeye, so he's going to be in what, like 13 seconds of Infinity War? Exactly. It doesn't really count. Um, I think it's just that
2: uh, Jeremy Renner is so bad at comedy that he broke his arms doing it.
0: Yeah, it's probably yeah, I don't know if there's that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they um they're not gonna care too much about uh I don't know it's gonna make it awkward to fucking shoot arrows if you can't pull back on the bow, so well, th- this should all happen like months ago, I think, right? I don't know. I, oh no, so this is June twenty second.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, so not not too long ago.
0: I don't know, maybe he's already shot his stuff for Infinity War. They gotta be they've been working on that movie for it feels like it Feels like they've well, been shooting that two movie for the movie. Yeah, I know. It feels like they've been shooting that movie for two years. Like people have been going in and out of. They're shooting it uh, in Atlanta, aren't they? Like big, big, chunks big parts.
2: It. it, yeah, there was a picture uh, just recently going around of um, Banner Snatch Cumberbun at uh, the Georgia Aquarium meeting a penguin.
0: Oh, it's pretty cute. Oh. <laughs> Can you, you speak to it telepathically or whatever? Because a fucking no. alien? No, because.
2: Only if it was another lizard like him could he speak. Oh, to oh, yeah. Right.
0: Lizard people I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Like out. Obama, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Illuminati. He can speak to Illuminati. Penguin. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'll be able to find that no problem.
1: Oh, that was so cute. <laughs> I'm excited for to that.
3: That's
1: good. Oh wait, no, it's the penguins from Madagascar. What? No,
2: think? it's it's. There's an actual. Now I need to fucking find this. It's
1: Look at Georgia,
2: thing. Georgia Aquarium, Benedict, Bandersnatch,
0: Comerford.
1: No,
2: I wonder if
0: I put that in if it'll if it would work. Benedict, You'd think Google by now would just be like anything that kinda sounds like it, just like <laughs> throw it in there. Here you
1: go. Oh, sending it through Zencaster. Uh, yeah. This is exciting. <laughs> Exciting! And... Yeah, yeah, oh my African god!
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I got to meet like a a penguin a few years ago at a, an aquarium. We got like a special behind the scenes tour or something. It was a lot of fun. It would just like go around the room and like then sc- make screaming noises at you, and you weren't allowed to touch it, but it's still pretty neat to be like up close and personal.
1: Well, y- you get the the joke about him meeting a penguin, right? He can't say the no. word penguin. Really? He can't say it. Wh- why not? He has a lot of trouble saying the word for some reason. Okay. Uh, peng- he says penguins. Ah. Uh, okay. A documentary, and he couldn't say the word. So like <laughs> it's funny because on this page they've done a a cut of all the mistaken times he said penguins. <laughs> So, this is a joke, but it's great. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the podcast.
2: Um, I don't know, I'm just seeing... That was, that was about everything I had. Well, Cl- Close Encounters is coming back into theaters for a reprise. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh,
1: I'm not, I, mean,
0: I like the movie, but I don't know if I would go see it in theaters. Seems I've like it would it be a good one to see in theaters, though. I don't
1: think I've ever seen it.
0: you ever seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Nope. You should. It's a good movie. It is a pretty good movie. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's like early Spielberg. It's got that like fun big Spielberg feel to it. Mm. Like I think that's his first Is that just the one that followed up Jaws or is that before Jaws? Uh, I can't remember. I
2: think I that like would have been after up. Jaws, yeah. I feel like that was the follow-up to Jaws. I think that was like
0: his first like I've done a blockbuster, I need to do a blockbuster again. Um yeah. kind of movie, so um, I like the movie. I just i it's not something that like I go back and rewatch a ton, so or mm-hmm. whatever. I think I've seen it like twice, and that's about it. Um, um,
2: War of the Com- or War of the Planet of the Apes came out and is getting sort of wishy washy okay. reviews.
0: I, I, I kind of saw bad reviews this week a little bit, yeah. on it, so
2: I'll probably go see it just because I love like the War of the Planet Apes franchise or the Planet of the Apes franchise overall. But
0: yeah, I don't really like those. Um, like the modern ones, like since they've rebooted it with that James Franco movie, whenever that was, a couple years ago. Yeah, I like them.
2: Um, I mean, especially I'm a big fan of Andy Serkis, and his like mocap
0: work for uh, Caesar has been really, really good. That's true. That's true. Um, ooh, Sam Jackson's going to be in feature prominently in Captain Marvel in
3: 2019. Ooh. ooh. So he'll be
0: back true. as uh, Nick Fury. Nice. Doesn't say how much he will be in the movie. But he is, yeah, slated to be in there, prominently. But who knows what that means? Yeah. At this point, they're just crossing these fucking movies over so willy nilly, like it's hard to keep track. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Like, uh, I wanna uh, a, like, I want to see it. Like, I want to see a fucking Nick
2: Fury movie. Like, just just give me one fucking movie of just Sam Jackson like causing
0: havoc, fucking mayhem. Yeah. I st- have you ever seen uh, the other guys? No. Yes. With Will Ferrell and uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yes. Oh no, I remember it, but yeah, I didn't watch it. The opening scene to that has what what teases my what would be my favorite movie of all time, because it's um because the reason why they're the other guys is that uh Sam Jackson and uh The Rock play like the super cops, but then they kill themselves within like ten minutes of the like five minutes of the movie starting. <laughs> but like the, the opening scene is uh, is Dwayne and Sam Jackson just like driving down like in a car chase like killing drug dealers and shit like that and causing all this mayhem and then they die and then they, <laughs> that's why Will Ferrell and uh, Mark Wahlberg have to become like the other guys. Oh, but like the that five minutes of the two of them together, I'm like, why don't they just make this fucking movie, movie this? for yeah? Because <laughs> it's is like it's ridiculous and like super like everything's exploding. It's like a Michael Bay movie, but just with. The Rock and Sam Jackson swearing over top of it. And I'm like, this would be the best fucking movie of all time. Why has not somebody not made this movie yet? But so that's the movie I want to see before Nick Fury. But either way, no, I'd like to see a Nick Fury movie too. But I want to see a Black Widow movie too. And they just like for some reason yeah. like refuse to do
1: Well, they probably want to see how Ghost in the Shell did first.
0: Uh, <laughs> well at least at least we're getting a female led Marvel movie with uh Captain, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Marvel, yeah. And Brie Larson, who I fucking adore, so yeah, it's
1: Brie Larson is gonna. Be, all right, I forgot about that. That's gonna be so good. She's such a great actress.
0: Yeah, Brie Larson's amazing. So, um, yeah. All right, so that's that's the news I guess for this week. Let's move on. Do you guys want to do a little sting for? Uh...
1: Geek of the week.
0: Yeah, that was what I was gonna say. Good, good, you actually, like... good sting, Christy. Yeah. Oh, I was, you guys I was just like, did into you it. <laughs> no, I know what it was called. I was not going to say it so that you guys could do a sting. Oh,
1: uh, I liked your reverb one this last week. Uh, thank you. <laughs> anyway, uh, Geek of the Week Tim, let's go
0: Geek <laughs> of the Week
1: <laughs> i right.
2: would have to like actually pull A sound clip for that Dro- Drop an air horn in there drop an air horn. This <laughs> is the <laughs> remix You know because it has I am announcing it over the song And there's some yeah. air horns
1: Yeah <laughs> Then I feel like you need a hype girl. to Be like, eh, eh.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Isn't that what you're yeah. supposed to be doing?
1: I did my hype. What? Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. <laughs> well, Geeky of the week time. Hey. Christy, Let's. Uh, why don't you start it since you're uh, hey. so lively already. <laughs>
2: I'm not lively. That was sarcasm, Christy. Oh,
1: I didn't realize. I'm not on. <laughs> you're right. Not I'm not awake. Um, I
0: think this? you said like three things all episode, which I've is unusual. i
1: said more than that. Besides, you've been deep diving comic stuff.
0: I have. It's true.
1: You, it's just the same with like when you talk about um, early 90s. Pretty much rock. every
0: everything <laughs> we talk about on this podcast.
1: Uh, I participate. How dare you? <laughs> I'm not doing my Geek of the Week first. You do your Geek of the Week first.
0: I'm hosting. <laughs> I get to call the shots. You do your Geek of the Week. we're we're in a standoff now all right i'll go i'll go
2: first just to keep things moving (laughs) (laughs) um so as we sort of discussed already i was over at uh, company's headquarters which is in northern Ireland, all week and uh so i didn't get a chance to do a whole lot of geeky stuff because it was pretty uh busy but the first day that i was there um uh belfast is where the titanic was built and so they have, like, a huge Titanic experience sort of eg- exhibit and museum and stuff like that. So What, they let- throw
0: you in the fucking Atlantic and let you yeah. sink? Uh,
2: <laughs> not, not quite. Do they give you a board um, that
1: four people can fit on, but just you get to be on it?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Mythbusters actually, like, proved that as well. They were like, yeah, that was bullshit, James Cameron. Um, no, it was, like, a lot of, like, uh, sort of history of uh Belfast and like the industry and how in the industry of like shipbuilding overall and uh you know how it was like the biggest ship ever made at that time and they had like mock-ups of all the different levels of cabins and it was pretty interesting I mean it was also a little bit uh uh sort of like this was the best and biggest ship ever made and then it sank. yeah you know like it's like this you know a, Belfast, and uh, you know these companies were known for their high quality workmanship, and then it sank. (laughs) I mean, they did talk about like the sinking, and even like the all of the uh, sort of um, everything that happened afterwards, the fallout from it, with all the investigations and all the rules that uh, happened afterwards, where like you have to have enough lifeboats to for all of the people that are on your ship. You know why that wasn't a fucking rule before is beyond me, but. Uh, you know, they just, I guess, thought these ships were more or less invincible. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty nerdy. You know, spending my Sunday afternoon in nerdy fucking museum. So I mean, I also did a fair amount of my normal nerdy stuff and reading comic books and Pokemon Go and that sort of thing. And but uh, that was sort of the standout, I would say.
1: That's cool. I would love. to It was have some interesting stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean. A, a lot of people, I guess, go in there and they're like, "I was expecting there to be like stuff from the Titanic." and like, "But the fucking Titanic's at the bottom of the ocean." Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. So you to
1: the ocean. She dropped in the yeah. movie. We don't have it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but no, it's still it's still pretty interesting. I have still never seen that movie. What? Neither have I. What? No, I've never I've never seen Titanic. No. I know I know how it ends, right? Like, yeah, pretty much the boat fucking sinks, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> why am I going to sit around? A a two-and-a-half-hour movie where I know how the fucking thing
1: ends. Isn't that fucker,
0: like, three hours and, like, change? Probably.
1: Okay. It had to come on two VHSs.
0: Yeah, I remember. I remember the two VHS things. My mom and dad bought it, but, like, I don't... I never never wanted to sit through it. I just had no interest. I remember when it came out, um, and I'm not sure if I told the story on the podcast or not. Um, I feel like I might have at some point. It came out the same day as the second Pierce Brosnan James Bond movie. Mm. it came out the same day as Tomorrow Never Dies and so like me and I feel like some one of my buddies went and saw the James Bond movie and there's these fucking huge lineups at the theater like what the fuck's this for because it was like a romance movie so we had no like reason Mm -hmm. to go see it and like I think Eric was in line to see Titanic with his girlfriend at the time and like stopped me and was like hey what are you doing and I'm like I want to see fucking James Bond it's James Bond day what the fuck's wrong with you what do you want to see Titanic and I was like what the fuck is that well, <laughs> lo and behold, the James the James Bond movie was mediocre at best, and <laughs> Titanic was in theaters for, like, nine years, because, like, it yeah. sold out for, like, a fucking three-month stretch or something like that, so.
2: But now it's very much the flip. Like, if somebody put out a Titanic movie and, like, a James Bond movie, everybody
0: would be in line to see the fucking James Bond movie. <laughs> well, yeah, because now it would be Daniel Craig, right? Well, hopefully yeah. it's still Daniel Craig anyway. Um, All up in the air at this point. Yeah, all up in the air at this point. But yeah, no, I've never... And then, like, I've had no interest in ever seeing it. Because, like... No. There's, like, a point in James Cameron's career where, like, he made awesome movie, awesome movie, awesome movie, and all movies that I love. And then all of a sudden, he just, like, decided he was obsessed with the ocean. And I don't give a shit anymore. And I'm just like, I'm (laughs) over it, I guess. Like, he hasn't made anything I liked since, like... What's the last one I probably really liked? Like, True Lies? I never saw Avatar, either. Why? I don't know. I just had no interest. (laughs) I saw Avatar. I mean, it it's not one of my favorite movies of all time or anything
2: like that, but it was. I think we've talked about this. Like, it did really push the envelope in terms of yeah. effects and stuff like that. <clears throat> so it was, it was a visual spectacle, if nothing else.
1: That's what the yeah. Titanic was at the time, too, right? Like, yeah, that's true. Visually, it was it's
2: just drama. not the kind of visual expect- spectacle that I'm really interested in. Like, I want you know, like crazy sci-fi epics and that kind of
0: thing, not historical drama,
1: oh, I'm <laughs> all fucking special effects. Drama. I'm like, yeah. <laughs>
0: Also, I, I think I was like, it was in that phase where like Leonardo DiCaprio was so popular with every girl on the planet that I was just fucking sick of seeing his goddamn face everywhere. So yeah. I was just like, fuck that guy. I can't it's stand like him. Every girl wants me to be, uh, Leo. Leo <laughs> and I'm not. Yeah, so and I'm not. So fuck you. Fuck you. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Did I ever tell you
1: guys my, um, Titanic story?
0: No, go. You can tell
2: it now though. Oh, well, you're going to do it now.
1: Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> 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 so, blow that eyelash. Um, <laughs> So, um, when I was, I think it, I saw it when I was seven, my dad took my sister and I, when it came out, um, I might've been older. When did it come out? 99.
0: nine. Ninety. Oh. That was 97. No. It, wasn't 99. it was 99. It was Late 90s, anyways. It was late 90s. Yeah. I
1: was like.
0: I don't care okay. enough to look at it. Up. 98, I think. Okay. I was working at the movie theater when it came out. So, 97, 98. Yeah, whatever.
1: Okay. So, I was eight. and <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um. And my sister was um, 10 or 11. And my dad thought, you know, I'll take the girls to see Titanic. And he took us to that giant screen in Ontario Place. Remember that one? Oh,
0: the um, IMAX screen yeah. there. Yeah. the original IMAX. Yeah, the yeah. Original and it was 1997. So now that I, I, I Googled it.
1: Okay. So I was eight. Um, yeah. But um, so, yeah, he took us to go see it at the IMAX. And unfortunately, we had to be separated because it was so packed. Like, you couldn't. Get seats and so seats together, yeah. So we had to sit in three different places throughout the theater. And dad bought us each these like giant things of popcorn. And we were just, like, <laughs> it was such an experience. I remember watching it, and um, at intermission when the boat got hit, because um, they had to have an intermission for this movie, yeah, because um,
0: they, they would have to switch the plotters because it was such a long movie, yeah. yeah.
1: So, um, dad finds Amberly and I, and we're both just sitting there like. And What's going to happen now? Dad had warned us. He was like, well, you know, you guys know that this is the boat sinks. And we were both just like, but it's a movie. The boat's yeah, not every... going to sink. Like, why yeah. would
2: Everybody's they... going to be okay in the Everybody's end, right, gonna... Daddy?
1: Everybody's going to be okay. And Dad was like, girls, I think you should be ready for everything not to be okay. And we were like, no. No. <laughs> it's... no. it's not going to be the boat sink. That would be such a shitty movie. Why would anyone watch that? So... Then the second half happened.
0: And then five billion people yeah. did. <laughs>
1: uh, and then um, Amberly and I were both so upset that we threw up in our popcorn. <laughs> it wasn't because well, of the popcorn. It was because of the emotional okay. trial of watching the second half. And I remember I was just sitting there.
0: It might have been a little bit of the popcorn.
1: No, because it was because we were so young and like you know. Well,
0: you, that's a lot of popcorn for a little kid to have.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, no, I remember like sitting there and just like when Jack went into the water and she's like, I'll never let go, Jack. I went. <laughs> and I'm by myself. I'm this eight year old kid sitting next to strangers.
0: I'd also like to point out that like <laughs> sitting by like that that experience of like not being able to get seats together or get together in a movie theater doesn't happen because now you can reserve your seating. This all feels like Stone Age stories now. It does, like, yeah, <laughs> I got to a movie theater and I couldn't sit with my friends. Like that doesn't happen because you fucking bought your tickets three hours ago and you picked the seats you're sitting Actually, in. yeah that
1: happened yeah. to us when we saw Spider Man with, um, we bought three tickets. And then our friend Dave was like, Oh, well, I'm gonna bring my buddy," and we were like, "Dave, hey, like, sorry,
2: you we don't have a ticket for him."
1: Tickets. Yeah. Oh, like, what do you think this yeah. is?
0: You're fucking savage.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. We bought seats already. I know because that's the first thing I did was go and like check. Like, oh, can I get my little. I have a nice seat where like if I'm going to see a movie by myself that I'll snag this one seat and kind of a two like off off the side kind of thing yeah. and I'm like I'll just snag that one seater right there that's it that's my seat and I, I got it that night and I was like yes <laughs> yes. so I look like an awkward loner but I'm not the only one because I saw four other guys that were sitting in the same row with an empty seat next to them like so i clearly just like need to get out and see Spider-Man as soon as possible but like didn't have anybody to go with so I was like yeah geek solidarity boys let's do this thing <laughs> Anyway.
1: I like going to movies by myself sometimes.
0: I do it. I do it all yeah. the time now. Yeah, all yeah, the time no now.
1: it's just fun. Yeah.
0: Well, no. you know, like there's. Sorry, go on. What? No, no. I just like nobody. There's not a lot of people who want to go see like constantly see all these fucking nerdy movies with me since whatever. Yeah. Especially because I want to run out like the day that it comes out and be like, I need to get in and see Spider Man immediately. Gotta go. Yeah. Gotta go. So.
1: Um. I my my experience was slightly hampered. And I'm sure I'll talk more about it on the podcast next week or the week after. But um, this woman was sitting next to me. And she was just like, the whole time, she was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> something would happen. And then she was like, they have this one handshake, Tim, that you'll see. And
0: Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: I love that handshake. And I was like,
2: oh, I, I hate it. You. Oh, I kill her. And there
1: were moments where she was like, oh, oh. <laughs>
2: I would have so fought her. I would have... Shut I up! Yeah.
1: I, I almost shut up! Her, but it was so, like, periodic that it's not... Yeah, like, yeah. Like, she was just reacting. But, like, I wanted to lean over and be like, you
3: are ruining this. Yeah. <laughs> I have. I've,
2: I've, I've legitimately turned around in movies and been like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs>
0: no. I had an incident when I saw Logan, actually, because somebody brought their kid to the movie and, like, the kid did not react well oh, to the yeah, yeah like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "Dude, you have to keep your kid quiet." Like, I didn't it wasn't rude, but I was like, "Dude, please keep your kid quiet." Like, it's yeah, opening you're... fucking day. We're trying to watch like Wolverine. Like, come on. I know. Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. inconsiderate. Yeah. So
1: and that's why I think they should have like I like that they have or they started doing the kid showings like the mom and kids mm-hmm. showings so that
0: yeah like, yeah yeah
1: you know people can actually but for someone like Logan you really like, bring your toddlers.
0: I was like, yeah, but why are you bringing this like ten year old kid to see fucking like well, Logan? It's rated. Why did me
1: as a ten year old to go see fucking Titanic? Like,
0: it wasn't rated R though, but that wasn't like a rated R gore. Like, Wolverine was like fucking brutally violent. That was not a kids' movie at all. Yeah, actually, if I was if I was a kid, I probably would have found it kind of boring. Like, it's a slow movie. Anyway, that's neither here. I think we <laughs> talked about that a little bit on the on the episode where we, we talked about Logan. <laughs> um all right so let's let's move this along tim what was your well, so tim did his geek of the week christy what's your geek of the week
1: um <laughs> okay so my improv troupe has our friend show coming up and um we decided to film a short crappy 80s promo dating vid you know when like people would sit in front of green screens and be like yeah. oh my god i like long walks on the beach and blah 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 but we improvised all our stuff we weren't allowed to plan. What we were gonna do before, we just allowed to bring two characters and like maybe three props for a character. And so I filmed everybody, and it was like super funny and cute. And it wasn't actually like what I thought it was gonna be. Like they all were, save one were, two of them were very like cute characters until I had to tell them to like raunch it up a little bit because like that's the point was <laughs> that it was it was goofy. Yeah. Um. And then when I went to film mine, they had to look at the camera and none of them adjusted it. So both of mine are blurry and unusable.
3: Oh. Um, and it, just, it
1: was really upsetting because um, I was like <laughs> I tried to be super funny and um, it's not their fault, but it made me realize that like I was looking at it and I was like, oh, guys, I think this is blurry. And they were all like, no, 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 it looks great. It looks great. And I was like, yeah, but guys, like, I, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. And I was like one well, of those moments where you're like, maybe I'm just overreacting because I, you know, like I like to do this stuff. Maybe, this is, maybe I'm just crazy.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's a problem that like people inside the field always have with stuff like that. It's like you should have gone with your gut. That's the mm-hmm. the less the moral of the story is that yeah. you should trust your gut. We we don't like trust anybody. But it was don't, like... don't trust and it's don't trust people if you're in that field and you do that and somebody who's not in that field says it's okay. Fuck that person. <laughs> Go with your gut.
1: Well, it's not that they were being, like, rude about it. They just, they thought it looked good. No, know, that, and that's what small. I mean.
0: But if, if you see it and you think, whatever. Sorry, this little, is, like, this is person. me being mentor mark to you where I'm, like, never trust the fucking idiot who's also working with you. Kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> not that they are super No, no, I know idiots, what you're saying. Just... They're not
1: idiots. No. But it's funny because, like, I could see it immediately. And I was, like, mm-hmm. why did no one adjust the focus when I told you how to adjust the focus? But it's because they just didn't feel comfortable doing it, and so because they were uncomfortable, they were like, "No, it's fine." And so when I got home and looked at the footage, I was like, "Oh
0: fuck!" Fuck! Yeah, exactly. There's <laughs> <Like, laughs> not gonna
1: be three of them, and I can't be in this damn video because I'm not putting out like blurry stuff. I already had forgotten my like wide-angle lens that I was gonna use just to like get that nice, you know three quarters like
0: cropped in yeah, yeah. but yeah. i
1: had used 85 mil with a cam- with a mic Oof. on top because my 35 millimeter lens was at work so i was just like fuck i screwed everything up today so i didn't want to make them wait but it also made me realize how like truly pat like how much like filming means to me because i'm kind of embarrassed by how it turned out so yeah i'm like Ehh. but <laughs> um they were all just like no Chrissy, just like put it together it's gonna be great and i'm like it'll
2: be fine you can, you can uh, you know, fix that in After Effects, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you can make it. <laughs> you can make things unblurry
2: in After Effects. Yeah. Just uh. fix the depth of field <laughs>
1: after, right?
3: Yeah. yeah, it's <laughs>
1: yeah it no. was my fault, though. I should have said. It was just it was getting dark out, so I set it at a lower aperture setting um, on my camera, on my DSLR. Oh, so it was, like, at 3.5, and that means you can't move forward or backward. And because yeah, because it
0: fucks your field up.
1: Yeah, because I was watching them. I told them to sit relatively still. Um, but, um, from the get go of where I sat, I was just out of focus because I am <clears> so much shorter than all of them. And so like, I was trying to sit upright in the chair, but by sitting upright in the chair, I had like moved myself forward. Yeah. So.
0: Are you that much shorter than, uh, I can't remember her name. Brianna. i met her like four. Yeah. Are you that much shorter than her?
1: Uh, she is five, six. I am five feet.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I think she's five, six. She might be five, five.
0: From up here, everybody seems really short, so one average penis length
2: shorter.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, that's my geek of the week. It's just like being so anal retentive, but like my anal retentiveness could have paid off. Yeah, so
0: frustrating. Trust your gut, Christy. (laughs) Always trust your gut. Um, All right, so my geek of the week was. Not that. um My, I bought. I finally got my surround sound system in this week. Finally. Nice. Finally. So I christened it by watching all three of the Batman movies, the the Chris Nolan Batman mm-hmm. movies. Yeah, you would. Because I had to. Oh, I totally had to. Um, but yeah, it's a pain in the ass to fucking calibrate surround sound. I forgot how much I hate doing that shit. So well,
2: there's some um amps. I don't know if yours has this where you it comes Calvary? with a little yeah, it comes I? with a little microphone or whatever, and you just set it in the middle of the room and. It, uh, you know, where you yeah. would normally listen, and it does it for you.
0: Yeah, I did that. It was still, it was still like, it's still this channels. This channel still not close enough, or blah blah mm-hmm. blah, and like then you got to figure out where you're going to sit because your speakers have to go and, ins- and you've been yeah. in my basement, right? Like there's there's a like my rear left channel, is mm-hmm. kind of not it, there's no real good place to put it, because of the way that kind of area is open. So I'm like, hmm. So I was kind of having to figure that shit out. But it was fun to sit through those Batman movies. again. I haven't watched them in a while. And in the the sound editing... Like, Chris Nolan is... I always forget how meticulous Chris Nolan is with his movies. Mm. Because the sound editing in... Especially The Dark Knight, I found was probably the best one. Maybe that's just the one that I was paying the most attention to. Because it's my favorite of the three. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, the sound editing in those movies is so fucking good. Like, he's so good at just, like, divvying up the channels. And, like, putting stuff where it should be and stuff like that. It was really cool. But uh, it's
2: not like I I find um sound design and sound editing can get really invasive in movies these days and that was a case where like it was it was done
0: No, he, but he does it subtly, you, level right? Yeah. Yeah, he does it. it was,
2: wasn't subtly. overdone. It wasn't like in your face, but it really did help everything else out.
0: Yeah. What uh what kind of speakers?
2: Uh it's an Onkyo
0: set. Like it's a okay. um what happened was like I've been thinking about buying the system. I was probably talking about it at Christmas. Like I wanted to put surround sound in that basement. Um, so that like for, for the listeners, we, when we did our, was it rogue rogue one? Uh, yeah, I think we so. did the Christmas episode uh, in my house, uh, in our, in yeah. my basement. So it's in that area that we were sitting in to do that, which is very echoey. Like it's kind of a, a box, but um, what is Christy sending us AIDS burger? Oh, okay. i'll watch that later um and i had like a soundbar down there that was okay but like i wanted to like really set myself up like a home theater kind of system so i was like oh i'm gonna buy this and i did the research and blah 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 and i wanted that this this particular onkyo set um was like i don't know how much it was 1500 bucks usually like regular because it's an atmos set too because it's got the the speakers that shoot up too Mm -hmm. so it's got that cool like Super surroundy kind of fucking effect to it. Mm. Nice. Um, but they, for some random reason, Best Buy was having like a, I don't know if it's Canada Day or some more sort of shit sale, and like the thing came down to like eleven hundred bucks. And then I had a like I had a gift card sitting there for a hundred bucks. I'm like, okay, I have to just fucking bite the bullet and do this because I've been talking about it for two years now. So I finally bit the bullet, did it, and I barely like aside from having the chance to sit down and play with it and watch the Batman movies. I haven't really been home to do much because I keep going out of town or going to work or blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, I just want to go sit and like play fucking Horizon and surround sound and just yeah. not to do that yet. Like, <laughs> or I want to go back to, because um, I want to go back to Doom too, uh, the PS4 Doom and fucking play that through in surround sound, mm-hmm. like with just the speakers crank. Cause this fucking thing is so loud that like at about 50, between 50 and 60 out of 100 on the volume scale, the whole house is shaking. <laughs> like the subwoofer is just like rocking the whole house. And I'm like, I love this thing so goddamn much. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. But I've barely been home to like really play with it. So uh, once we're done recording this and I edit and put it out, I'm going to go sit downstairs and play video games for a couple hours. So
2: yeah, it's nice. A good a good set of speakers is like a once in a lifetime purchase, right? Like you make yeah. one good purchase and you can just keep those for the rest of your life, assuming yeah. you don't blow them out sort of thing. So
0: well, I had a pretty kind crank- of money on. I had it pretty cranked because, like, the first thing I put in just to kind of, like, listen to it was um, I have the, uh, shit, the downward spiral in Mm 5.1. So I put that on and was just kind of, like, walking around the speakers to check, like, to make sure they were working properly with audio running through them and stuff like that. And then I cranked it up to see how clear it is. And it's, like, it sounds really nice. So I'm pretty happy with my little, well, not little, fairly expensive, but... (laughs) And very complicated. The only problem is now wires. So I got to figure out how to sort the wiring situation because there's fucking wires. How to, how to route everything, yeah. Yeah, So because the, the wires that it came with are a little short to be like trying to get them out of the way and hidden. So I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to buy stuff. Like, buy, extra, better, like, buy better speaker cable. Don't use buy the better. with them. Oh, no, no, no. Like, I've, I've already so I the orders in. It's actually going to show up today. It's just a matter of like, I got to go down and like route it and figure out how to do that because like that one area on the left like on the left side there like as you come down the stairs where there should be the back left channel mm-hmm. it's like how the fuck am i going to run wire to that so that somebody's not tripping over it or it's not dangling from the ceiling or something ridiculous so yeah i'll have to figure it out anyway uh so let's get into let's move along i guess and do the meat of the episode because we're not talking about spider-man this week nope. oh wait you guys want to do a sting forgot yeah. sorry
3: shuffled around meat
0: um, I was lazy this week, guys, and uh couldn't come up with a good topic to do because I wanted to talk about I was praying we'd be able to talk about Spider Man, so I held out till the last minute and then I am Sorry, him. Jesus him pro- I but I kind of but, forgot you were away.
3: How's the pressure <laughs> feel?
0: Yeah,
2: because yeah. I was Christy, when are you gonna watch those VSQ movies, huh? No, never <laughs> When
0: are you gonna watch Logan, Christy?
1: Never. Never. Now I'm
0: actually never. To be fair, we've actually done that episode, so yeah, that's, that's okay. I don't feel as bad about the Logan one anymore, but I really want to do that VSQ episode. Watch them. So. I'll yeah. watch them. <laughs> um you've been saying that for two months. Ago. Yeah, she's, She said since <laughs> I've been in like January two plays. Like it worked, chill. How much how much Mass Effect have How much
2: done? Andromeda have you played?
0: And oh, moving on. Oh, there it is. <laughs> You can totally put these movies on your laptop next to you while you're playing that game.
1: I already thought about doing that with this podcast, but it would just get. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
1: I want to be present. All
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. So, um, we I went back into our episodes and was trying to think of something that was fun that we've done before that I could repeat, um, easily. And I was like, we did that random questions episode, and that was a ton of fun. So. I thought we would do that again. So I found my conversation starter website that I used last time. And I'm going to ask the guys random questions. And hopefully we get funny horse shit out of it. (laughs) So I'm clicking something. None of these are. Why? 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 (laughs) Good start. Good start. Yeah, we're doing very well. I'm going to edit this. Shut up. (laughs) Click. All right. click, Click. Click. If you knew you only had 24 hours left to live, what would you do?
2: Oh, Jesus. I hate these fucking morbid questions.
1: (laughs) You had 24 hours left to live.
2: (sighs) Like, figure out how to cryogenically freeze myself so they can heal me when I awake.
1: (laughs) Ah, pull a Walt Disney, I see.
2: (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Um... I don't know. It would. It's so hard because I have so many things that I like to do. It would probably be like, I mean, obviously, I'd want to spend time with my wife and dogs and stuff like that. But I also probably want to take at least a couple hours for myself. And I don't know if I could pick at that point, like you know, one last movie to watch or something like that. But yeah, Jesus, I would definitely eat like whatever the fuck I wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, like go out and you know, get, like, the most expensive, like, fucking meal that you can find kind of thing? Amazing steak or something?
1: I think... I don't know. I think I would run to the airport as fast as I could in a car. Run in a car. Run in a car? I would get a red-eye flight... (laughs) I would get a red-eye flight somewhere I'd never been that would take less than, like, 24 hours? Like, less than five to six hours. Um... And then I would just explore for the rest of the day and then like call family members and I wouldn't want to like see them and give them hugs and everything. I just want to call them and tell them I love them and then I would uh, find a really beautiful place for the last like half an hour, sit there and contemplate
0: Mortality. mortality. Nice.
2: It's fucking depressing. Yeah, that was depressing. Oh,
1: in a good way.
2: Is there is there a setting on this
0: for not no depressing no, questions? I wish I wish. <laughs> I could just I could just like not ask the depressing ones. But this thing great <laughs> right, for some reason the the next one that I clicked was how do you like your eggs cooked? And I'm like <laughs> I don't know. There we go. Well,
1: what's your answer, Mark?
0: Yeah, come on. Um I honestly don't know. I think I would just call my family, and be like, "Um, something's going on. Uh I love you all, bye." And then I would probably do something very similar to Christy and either go out of town or I would go on a fucking bender and yeah. uh, I just end up in a strip club, probably somewhere or something (laughs) ridiculous. Just I just I would just want to have fun. Like if I have twenty four hours left, I'm like, want to get drunk, laid, fucking high. I don't know, whatever. If there's a concert going on, I'm gonna go to it and just like fucking rampage around, kind of thing. Like I'm gonna have a good time. I know I'm done at the end, right? So like I don't know,
1: get in a gunfight, like no consequences.
0: Like it's GTA time, right? Like let's go (laughs) (laughs) down, just go beat some strippers with baseball bats. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Hookers, hookers, hookers and <laughs> baseball bats. Because I want my money back. Hookers and baseball bats. <laughs> um, that's, that's a new game
2: that we're. Uh, it's a dance robot dance, hookers and baseball bats, trademark 2017.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> fucking boy saver. <laughs> uh, only do it for love, not for money. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, next one. These questions suck today. This is way more fun last time. <laughs> Just... What was the last gift you received?
1: The last gift. Oh, I know what I got. Um, Mark surprised me with the newest uh, Crash Bandicoot remake. The insane trilogy. Oh Oh
0: how, how is that?
1: It's fun. It's a little yeah. frustrating, though, because it's like... it's <laughs> The animation is really cool, but they did completely new voice acting, which is fine. Um, but they tried to match it to the old voice acting. And then some of the actual, like, the jump is really weird now, and the spinning to hover stuff is, like, particularly difficult. So there's a couple of patches I think need to come out to make it really playable. But it's still fun.
2: That is super convincing.
3: Yeah.
2: It's still fun, kind of.
1: It's just because, I don't know. Uh, it, it ringing endorsements? No, it's you know when you have a nostalgia game and you're kind of like, yeah, I guess I guess it could get a remake, but it doesn't need one. Yeah. So I really it's
0: happening a lot right yeah, now. So. It's really mm-hmm. fun to
1: play, but it didn't need a remake.
0: Fair enough. I never, I, I never liked the original Crash games anyway, so right. I've barely played any of them. What? Yeah, I just, I just didn't care. They for were them. just past our generation, I think. You know, no, we I was playing Mario and Donkey stuff well it was like it came out around the same time as mario 64 which Mm. um if i played crash before mario 64 i may have had like a better yeah like view of crash but i felt like mario 64 nailed the moving in a 3d space mechanics so well like as a platformer that when i went back and played all the other companies like we're gonna this is our first shot at doing a 3d platformer they all felt really fucking shoddy to me so i just felt crash was like Trying to be more like trying to get to the point that Mario sixty four did and just didn't make it and therefore is kind of like a lackluster kind of experience mm-hmm. in comparison. So, anyway, Tim, gift. Um,
2: trying to remember. I, probably for my birthday, I uh, Alicia uh, got me a um, a vintage travel like cocktail kit. Ooh. So it like comes in like a little black like uh, leather case. You know, it's maybe about like eight inches now well, i don't know not huge anyways like maybe about the size of a comic book like in about four or five inches high and it has like a, a little like metal shaker and like ice pick and like ice tongs and a strainer and everything in it so
0: oh real cocktail kit i was like why did she buy you a drum
2: kit like <laughs> no to actually to make cocktails so yes, yeah um, no that makes sense <laughs> i i play drums am an idiot that's what my problem is Sorry. there have been times like uh when we went and did our uh like trashy vegas vow renewal that like we i had like a big like room party and we didn't have a huge number of people there but the people we did have there like we did one of our cocktails and cupcakes like on the road sort of thing
3: oh cool and like, I,
2: I just went to a like liquor store and grabbed a bunch of stuff and made a bunch of drinks and uh, i had to bring like all my shit from home kind of thing to do it so now i've got that little travel kit instead so it'd be fun for and she's always good at like finding good, like, vintage stuff, because she has a good eye for, like, vintage, uh, mm-hmm. you know, design and stuff like that, so she, uh, I think she found it on, like, Etsy or something like that, and uh, yeah, so that was pretty cool. That's a good gift. She's a
0: good gift giver in- overall. Nice. Um, I can't remember the last thing that somebody actually gave to me. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> I have no idea. Pretty much. I know somebody handed me vinyl at some point in the last little while, and I don't remember who it was or what they gave me, but I remember getting a record from somebody and being like, oh, that's awesome, thank you. Putting it (laughs) in the shelf and never looking at it again. So, I don't know, I can't remember. I don't have a good one. Um, well, this would be good, but I don't know if you actually want to talk about it, because, like, what's the worst job you ever had?
1: The worst job?
0: Yeah.
3: Hmm.
2: I I did some, like, pretty shitty temp work, but like, that was, you know, like a week here, week there sort of thing. So, but, uh, let's see. Worst job I ever had. I did work in a convenience store, like, a la fucking clerks for a, a couple of years. When yeah. I was in high school. That wasn't, that wasn't terrible, though. Cause, like, if there weren't, cu- it wasn't always super busy. So if there weren't customers there, I'd just fucking, like, read comic books and shit. Yeah. Um, and eat, like, chocolate bars and chips and fucking hostess cupcakes and shit. Uh, let's see worst i probably had was one of my first like summer jobs during college i worked at uh there's a like an adidas distribution center in uh brantford and uh i was like the fucking recycling monkey like i would just have to go around so it was basically people were just like packing orders to go out to different like stores and stuff like that so there's they were just going through shit tons of like cardboard boxes and uh it was my job to like go around and clear out these fucking like shoots of cardboard boxes and just take everything over to the, uh, compactor. And it was hot and fucking sweaty work and pretty shitty. Um, and, uh, it was me. And like, there was this other guy that did basically the same job. And he was like, uh, he was, he was like disabled. He was a little bit slow and, uh, he would get upset with me because I was going too fast. And I, I've very distinctly remember him to this day saying like, no, you need to make the cardboard last all day (laughs) because I was, I was being too efficient. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, but I mean, I still like, I made the best of it. Like I had this little setup. Um, this was back like when I was still like making mixtapes and stuff like that, uh, rather than CDs and stuff. And I had this little like shitty set of like portable speakers that I would tape onto the, uh, like, um, the pallet truck that I was pulling around and I would like play my music on it as I walked around and stuff like that so I think eventually they told me to stop doing that but yeah Yeah. that's probably the shittiest job I ever had I mean I could say my PhD because that was kind of a job and it was pretty fucking shitty at times but uh, I won't go there I don't want to relive that right now Right.
1: (laughs) um I always forget your doctor, Tim. <laughs> um, I think the shittiest job I ever had was when I was the hostess at Turtle Jacks.
2: Oh, <laughs> I bet you never had to deal with drunk assholes.
0: You told us this story. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I that. that's yeah. funny. My boyfriend's that was waiting story.
1: outside for you with a gun. <laughs> it was!
0: Yeah, and then um, I got
1: fired for being too nice.
0: Isn't Hostess <laughs> supposed to be nice?
1: Yep. <laughs> I don't think I've ever
0: been fired from a job.
1: That was uh, the only time I've ever been
0: fired. Oh, I, I have once. Uh, I'm not going to talk. I'm trying to think. Worst job I ever had. My current one, I'm not super happy with. Um, but that's like a contract. So I guess that doesn't super count. Um, oh, the first half of my internship at the print shop, when I first like started getting into design... I did no design work and I pretty much, I, co- I, I hand collated a book for oh. two weeks. So I walked around a table and like grabbed a sheet and just put them together so that they could go through the binder and get page one, down. page two, page three, page four. Well, they're in spreads, right? So it's like, okay. it's like one, it'd be like one, two, a yeah. hundred and a hundred or like whatever, 99 and a hundred. Then you have to like fucking put them in order and then drop that. Yeah. Oh Fuck. I did that for literally two weeks at that place. And I was like, I'm never, I don't know, I can't do this kind of work. Like, it's so mind numbing. Yep. Like, that was the one that was like, I don't want, I don't know if I want to get in. It was, it was like a couple weeks later when they finally sat me down in front of a computer and started letting me like design that I was like, oh, I like doing this. <laughs> but I'm like, I can't work, do bindery work because, like, no. Yeah. No, no my, my, my <laughs> brain was not there. So, see, like, with me at the end of my PhD
2: when I'd been like, doing work that was so like just mentally taxing for so many years yeah. i would have begged for something that like mind numbingly uh, easy like I just can't. you know put my fucking headphones in and just mindlessly churn shit out as long as i was getting paid decently for it which i'm sure yeah. you probably
0: don't get paid very well for fucking bookbinding uh well it was it was a co-op so, so a, i wasn't getting yeah. paid at all so i was getting <laughs> fucking school credit which was whatever um i didn't think i needed that credit to graduate so i was like fuck <laughs> this i hate this sort shit yeah um yeah, okay, so we kind of talked about this at the beginning of the episode. I'm not sure if we recorded it or not, though, but are you a morning or a night person, and why? Oh,
1: night. Night.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, but why? Do you have, like, a reason for being for, a night person?
2: For me, like, for starters, like, just if I sort of naturally am left to my own devices, like, I've had periods where I've been, like, unemployed or yeah. on purpose for a couple months or whatever. I just naturally yeah. gravitate to, like... Uh, you know, staying up till like three, four, five in the morning and sleeping in like past noon. Yeah. Um, and part of it is just I'm way more productive in the evenings, uh, and I think part of it is just because there's fewer distractions, there's less stuff going on. Um, so like particularly, um, again, when I was in my PhD, I would get so much writing done, like late at night, kind of thing, so much work done, that kind of thing. Um, then, like during the day, like if I'm in the lab and there's like people coming up and talking to me and stuff like that, it's much harder to actually focus and get things done properly. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of it too is just like I like that time of night. Like I like knowing, you know, that m- most of the world is asleep, but I'm still up and doing whatever kind of thing. Yeah.
0: I have a very similar, like when I was, especially when I was like freelance or like um, working hard, like working at kind of breaking into comics or whatever, mm-hmm. I would like get my. I found my best penciling hours for like between like 11 and 3 AM for some reason. Like those four hours were like golden creative time. Like I'd be able to just sit and like, I'd have something on in the background quietly and just sit there and draw 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 and like not think about anything else. And it's like, I knowing that nobody else was like up and like working or doing anything else. Like I could just do that. And then, yeah, I totally, I'm the same way too. But as soon as I'm off, like when I was off in January between, uh, my old job in my current position i was like within a week i'm like i'm not i, and I made a promise to myself like i'm not gonna let myself get fucked up and turned around <laughs> it lasted like three fucking seconds because like within two <laughs> days i was like yeah i stayed up till four o'clock last night what were you doing fucking nothing, nothing. just yeah. just bumming around yeah, you know? just being fucking useless
1: <laughs> that was my mass effect days
2: yeah yeah oh yeah gaming especially like i would uh I would spend just, like, hours, you know, oh, playing, like, fun. fucking, like, Counter-Strike and, ha- yeah. and shit like that, or, yeah. like, a uh, Day of Defeat into, like, the
0: wee hours in the morning. And- well, we we talked about it on the podcast, because when I was off, uh, I was rated, right, like, that week where uh, Breath of the Wild came out, mm-hmm. and, like, yeah, I was fucking just, like, I'm just living in Hyrule for, like, a week now, so that's yeah. awesome, so.
2: Alicia's finally started uh, picking up that, pick that back up since the DLC came out that shows you where you are, where you've been on the map. Yeah. she does not want to finish the game without having visited all the great fairies so now um, she's actually able to sort of figure out where she's been and what she hasn't explored yet so she can try and find them all before she finishes there's only three mark
1: that too
0: she said she she's she said there's four she's found three I think she said there's three locations it works oh. in a weird way where like the more you pay them the higher the upgrades you can get so like you have but mm-hmm. you have to find all three to kind of pay them or maybe this four. There is one for the horses too, where you can bring the horses back from the dead. Mm. Some of that, maybe that's the fourth one. Mm. I found all three. I found at least two of the great fairies and the horse one completely accidentally, like just bombing around doing something else. Yeah. Um, And I had to look up where to find the other, uh, the last fairy, or at least maybe it was the last two. But I think I think it's just three. I think it's three great fairies and like one horse fairy. But don't quote me on that. It's been a while since I was in there. (laughs) I did download that DLC. Like I wanted to get into that. there have that big trial to power up the Master Sword or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I started it, and I got... Because they strip all your fucking gear away. Mm-hmm. And like, they start you from scratch with, like, nothing. And, like, I, I got in there, and I was just like, by the fucking sixth room, I'm getting my fucking dick kicked in. And I was like, this <laughs> fucking sucks. I'm like, I need to kind of sit down and strategize better about this, as opposed to just kind of, like, like running in and fucking start mashing fucking Moblins in the face with a stick. So... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, those challenge dungeons are always pretty fucking brutal. Yeah, the one I remember the one in uh, Majora's Mast, um not Majora's Mast, sorry. Um Ocarina of Time. Nope. Nope. Wind Waker. It. That's it, Wind Waker, fuck my brain's just not working yet. Um a, a couple times frustrated me because like I would walk into the wrong portal and go to like go to the top. Yeah. I was like, then, oh, yeah. Shit. oh god, I, I got god. to start yeah. over again. Yeah. yeah, I did it whatever. So, that was annoying. You just
2: see those portals, you're like, oh, that's clearly where I need to go. Oh, yeah. wait. No, it's not. Wait, no, it's not. Because it's like muscle muscle memory kind of thing. Yeah. So, uh... Christy, why are you a night person?
1: Sorry, Mark just got home. Hi.
2: Got home? Where was he?
1: He was at a breakfast meeting with the uh, partners at 1UP. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Um. I'm a night person because I... One, I, I agree with you about productiveness. I get very productive at night. Um, and I can work until like three or four in the morning on like a, a video or something and just like go to town and get it done. But if you ask me mm-hmm. to do that at 10 a.m., I will do everything in my power to try and focus, but I can't for the life of me. Yeah. Like, I, I just like waking up feeling rested, you know? Yeah. Like, I wish the work hours were more that you could start whenever you kind of wanted and leave whenever you wanted, because I would, I would work from 10 to six. Like, yeah. Um,
0: 10, 10 PM, to 6 AM. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been debating going back freelance because of that. Cause I'm like, I am so much more productive if I don't have to get up at the crack of fucking dawn. Like my first two or three hours in the office, I'm like, I'm fighting against falling asleep at my desk. So I'm like, is there any point in me being here right now? Because like, what am I getting done before I have now caffeinated myself to the point where I'm practically vibrating out of the dimension, so yeah. that I'm staying awake?
1: I'm um, I'm lucky that my my bosses let me start between nine and nine thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, they're cool with that as long as I like stay until the appropriate time in the evening. Yeah, but um, no, I. But also with night, I just feel like I like my me time, and I find that it that's the end of the day you feel like you can actually have a little bit of that and not feel guilty about it you know Mm -hmm. yeah um and um i don't know i just i enjoy i enjoy the quiet of night i don't like the the rousingness that comes with the morning sometimes like it's it's great to get your day started but sometimes i just you know you need that quiet slow pace
2: so, do you guys all find just morning people to be completely fucking insufferable, too? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> those people that willfully... Oh, you, you want to be one of those people that fucking willfully wakes up at, like, 5 a.m. and gets a bunch of shit done even before they go into work?
1: They're so rested!
2: Ugh,
0: I hate them. I hate them, too, because, like, I, I it's kind of like I'm jealous of being able to, like, get up and, like, yeah. be able to function first thing in the morning, because, like, yeah. I am not, like... I'm not particularly social at the best of times, to be fair, but, like... I am not until I wake up and I'm like ready for the day, which usually takes like at least two hours. Mm-hmm. I am not great to be around, yeah. so I find and it's even worse. So like when you when I get into the office and like people come in and they're all chipper and shit, I'm like, oh fuck, die just please fucking fuck die. you, like, yeah. <laughs> burst into flames, burst into flames, burst into flames. Um,
1: I find that um, I, how to deal with it. I can like match their energy, but it's so fake. On yeah. The yeah. End.
0: But you're an actress. I am not. So,
1: but I just, I'm just like, yeah, no, I, yay, let's get some coffee. But it's I'm, like, more, cool. I'm more, I'm more
0: prone to like smashing my fucking coffee mug in their face at that point. So yeah. like, stop well, I think it's weird too because like,
2: um, you know, there's like studies that show like people that uh, like night people tend to be more like creative people, and you guys very much are because you're both like in sort of arts and design and stuff like that. But I am not a, as creative a person. But I'm still. A fucking night person. I don't you're know. Like, I don't know what that in, says about you me.
1: Do stuff like that, like
2: yeah, but I I haven't done theater in a long time, and I mean I know how to play instruments. I think I'm more like I'm. I don't know. I I'm not as creative a person as you guys are for sure, but I still have a little bit of that. To me, it's one of those things. Do you guys ever take like those fucking like personally personality tests where it's like, are you left brain or right brain? Are you like green or red or blue know? or? Yeah, all those things. Yeah, I, so let's I not
0: talk it. about that too much. That is an idea I have for us to do on an episode at some point in the future where okay, we do like well. one of those personality quizzes. Well, then, little
2: teaser I fucking hate those because I always end up like dead in the middle between like two or three different categories.
3: Mm.
1: Definitely <laughs> Myers Briggs test, then. There's this place, there's this thing called 16 personalities. We should definitely yeah. do that. I know,
2: I, yeah, the, that was NF- one I think you made me do
1: that.
0: ENTJ or whatever. and. Yeah. Christy made me do one at one point. I think mainly because she wanted exact. to prove that I was, um, make me, made me prove that I was a Slytherin. Um, because one of the personality <laughs> tests was a Harry Potter one. Mm-hmm. Um, but she made me do that and I was like, yeah, all of this is fairly accurate. Yeah. So. See, like, and I know I wouldn't
2: fall into like one house. I'd be like a, like, Griffin or a Huffin Claw or something like that.
1: Yeah. I'm a, yeah,
0: Huffle-claw. I got, s- Huffleclaw. Yeah. I got, I got, uh, I, don't, I can't remember what it was. It was Gryffindor and Slytherin, I think, was the cross I got. The, the Slytherdor? Slytherdor? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably like Potter. the least <laughs> common one. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, let's go next. Who is your favorite actor or actress? I like this because it's just totally Oof. random shit. <sighs>
1: I think I know my favorite actor.
2: Okay.
1: Dustin Hoffman.
2: Oh, okay. he's really good.
1: Yeah, I just admire his performances. I admire that he picks and chooses what he wants to do, and I loved him in Tootsie and Hook. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's Dustin Hoffman, um, Paul Giamatti's up there.
2: He's really good as well. Yeah. yeah. I,
1: like I love character actors. I think that's my thing. Is I just love character actors. Actress though. I think- oh no, I. Why would I even? Um, oh God, what's name? Kate, not Kate Blanchett.
2: That did uh, from Lord of the
0: Rings.
1: Yeah, but she's yeah. also um, Elizabeth. Yeah, Kate
2: Blanchett. right. Yeah,
1: she's phenomenal.
2: She is really talented as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, those would be um, my two. I think just just crazy talents.
2: I don't know if I'm gonna be able to pick one. Like I'm. For me, like, yeah, there have been some really amazing performances that I could pick out, but um, I would much go lean more towards, like, favorite directors than, like, favorite performers overall. Uh, Like, you know, there's no movie that I'll go see just because a certain actor is act- in it. Like, if it's, like, a fucking rom-com or something like that, even if it's got an actor that I greatly respect it I'm probably still not going to go see it kind of thing. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm definitely
0: more of a, more of a director guy than an actor or actress person. Fair enough. I'm trying to think, uh, favorite actor, My my first, it's probably a weird answer, but I really like, I don't know, I don't know why I would say this, but like, I really like David Duchovny a lot. Like when Mm -hmm. he's in stuff, I tend to watch it kind of in that way where like, like I, I usually don't watch stuff that people are just in because like that person's in it, but like everything he's done, I've watched at some point. Even that Aquarius show I've watched, and even he's playing completely against type in that. Yeah. Um, I always like I liked him in, um, like he's good in X Files, and he's awesome in Twin Peaks. Like I love his like bit part in Twin Peaks. Yeah. Um, but like uh, I think it was Californication where I was just like he was I just so like good. I'm just like watching him, like fucking navigate that fucking insanity that goes on in that show for some reason. Yeah. And I think it's just because I want to like I want to hang out with Hank more than anything else. Just riding that fucking hurricane. Yeah, because he's just like, yeah, especially like just the way he fucking reacts to everything. I'm just like, he's good. And he's so fucking funny. Um we yeah. think we talked about it. You guys have probably never seen the Larry Sanders show. Um he's got a he's got a recurring bit where he shows up on, on it and he's got a really blatant gay crush on uh Larry Sanders. And mm-hmm. like just fucking is really handsy and shit with them and it's really awkward but it's like the funniest fucking bit on that show on a show that is like hysterically funny on its own like that's my favorite recurring bit where he'll show up like once a season and just get kind of awkward and handsy and like flirty <laughs> with uh larry sanders and larry sanders is like not having any of it but doesn't say <laughs> anything but it's so fucking funny so yeah so my r- random fucking answer is david Duchovny, i guess so <laughs> I'll, I'll throw one out.
2: I came out with one that's maybe, you know, not favorite actor of all time, but definitely one of my favorites. I really like Martin Freeman. I love oh, how ex- he's great. I yeah. love how expressive he is with like his uh just his facial expressiveness without saying anything sort of thing. We're going right back to like Tim from The Office. Like yeah. his like, you know, uh, shots at the camera kind of thing, like where it's just him <laughs> going like what the fuck is happening kind of thing. Like that is that is just pure gold and he is one of I th- I'd say the best uh, male actresses that does that sort of level of just uh, facial expressiveness and and body language expressiveness really, really well. And he brought a lot of that to uh, to Bilbo as well.
0: Oh, yeah. He does. He, brings, he brought a lot of that to, um, to Sherlock, too. Like, his exasperated like, uh, like, like Watson, like just mm-hmm. never quite knowing like how to deal with Sherlock's fucking nonsense kind of thing is yeah. one of my favorite parts of the show. Like just being the everyman stuck in this like kind of almost superhero world where like I have there's supervillains around and like Moriarty's here and shit like that. He's just like, I don't know how to fucking handle yeah. any of this shit.
1: you know what though? And oh, sorry, go on Tim. I
0: was gonna say that
2: the scene um at the uh, end of Battle of the Five Armies where it's just him and Gandalf after the battle and everything, and there's no dialogue spoken. It's just uh Thorns just died and it's just like them sitting beside each other, just sort of trying to take in everything that's just happened. And uh, both both Ian McKellen and Martin Freeman there, like their performances are just outstanding.
0: It's always nice watching really good actors just like act off each other. That's one of that's something that's so much fun to watch. I was <laughs> going
1: to say that makes me think of um, not what you just said, Mark, but what just like um, performance wise, you know who's re- really really stand out to me is Andy Circus.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, we were saying earlier, like, uh, the Plan of the Ace movies, like, I, his motion capture stuff in those has been really amazing. His stuff with Gollum was really amazing. And, uh, yeah, his, I think more than anybody, like, the physicalities
0: of his performances are always really, oh. really good. I'm actually kind of glad he's getting a chance in the MCU to, like, not be a motion capture mm-hmm. character and actually, like, be in the movie, mm-hmm. too. Like, that's kind of fun. Yeah. And he's going to get to act across from Martin Freeman, which is going to be yeah, yeah, again, which is going to be great. Um, very excited one, for Black Panther.
1: Yeah. The last one I'll mention that I really like, actor-wise, is Steve Carell.
2: Yeah, his comic he's, timing is just amazing. Yeah, but so but good. not only that, like the dramatic stuff he oh started to do has been Fox really Ketcher? good too. Yeah, Foxcatcher was really he was really good I in Foxcatcher. Like, yeah, he's creepy as fuck. Yeah, and he's one of those guys that can just, like, disappear into a role as well. Like, you know, it, he can take on very different types of roles,
0: too. Mm-hmm. I just, um, I um remember is Steve on, like, the Steve on Steve shit they used to do on The Daily Show. Him and Colbert. Just <laughs> Him and Colbert, fuck, yeah. Fucking screaming bullshit at each other. Like, <laughs> and you'd always have Jon Stewart off to the side, just barely containing just himself. Like, yeah. just barely containing himself as the two of them would just, like... Like, just three genius comedians just cutting into each other for no reason. I've never seen mm-hmm. that. Especially because every once in a while. You should look up. You, I'm not sure if you can YouTube it because it's all Viacom shit. So you might have to go kind of dig around for it. But look up, like, Corel Colbert, like, Daily Show. they like, probably like, have some clips of it on, like, ComedyCentral.com or something. Yeah, for sure. But, like, they would just rip into each other. And then, like, Stewart would try and interject. And then they would just fucking both. Fire fucking full salvos right at him just, too. So just like the- talking heads back and forth, screaming yeah. at each
2: other, like yeah.
0: you know, Fox News style. Kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, it was fucking genius. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are those are fucking. Nice. So I do. I love Steve Carell. So that's awesome. And
2: then they just start getting like brutally personal and starting like tearing each other apart. <laughs> and
3: shit.
2: Did
0: you ever see the one where like uh, Colbert takes Carell out and gets him just fucking ripped drunk? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think so. They were apparently really drunk when this happened too. So like. Carell just starts, like, hitting on a waitress, and Colbert's like, you're married, Stevie." he's like, fuck you, Colbert, I was just fucking <laughs> losing his mind, and I guess it all legit happened, and Colbert was like, I don't know how to deal with this, but I'm just gonna let it go, because Corral's just, like, off the rails, it was fucking wow.
3: amazing,
0: yeah, that's he, what I love about Colbert as well, like, his,
2: Colbert is very savvy in terms of, like, what's funny and what's not, like, oh, he's yeah. so quick, on picking up on stuff, and uh, yeah. that's why I still like watching uh, The Late Show now.
0: I I just watch his monologue now, but, like, I love yeah. just watching him do anything is fucking genius to me. Well, so. a
2: lot of the bits that he does, like, some of the recurring bits and stuff are really good as well, where there is, like, a fair amount of, like, improvisation. Like, they have uh, uh, big questions with even bigger stars and stuff
0: like that. Yeah, yeah. So some, some of those bits are really good. Yeah, I just, like... I could watch him do pretty much anything. Like, I didn't realize after years of watching him do the Colbert Report, I was like, oh, he's he's pretty good at, like, improving around that character. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, he had such a good grasp on it, but, like, when he, like, lost that safety blanket, I guess you'd almost kind of call it, like, being able to yeah. fall back into that, I was like, oh, I wonder how he's gonna fucking deal with it. I'm like, oh, wait, actually, you know what? He was a groundling. He's still a fucking, like, mm-hmm. comedic genius, right? Like, he's still one of the funniest people on the planet, so... yeah, I love watching him do that kind of shit. Alright, I don't know if this is gonna be depressing or entertaining, so... <laughs> Have you ever been to the emergency room and for what? (laughs) Yes, I've got a good story for it. You go first. All right.
2: Uh, So this was um, back in, like, high school. My first girlfriend, uh, or my first girlfriend and I went on out. It was one of my first jobs. Let's see. What was I doing? I was working for an appliance store, uh, like, at the service desk, basically just, like, people would bring their fridge in or whatever and i would like be okay what's wrong with it or whatever just and uh at the end of the summer they had like you know a big um a big like company event where they like i think rented a uh, boat uh like not a small boat decent sized boat and everybody went out and you know just had had drinks and stuff i don't even think i was legal at the time to be completely honest i think i was like 18 or something like that and uh so uh this my first girlfriend and I were, like, chasing each other around the boat, you know, just we had a few drinks, we're starting to get kind of playful and stuff like that, and uh, she ran down under the decks, and I was, like, jump-bounding down the stairs to catch her, you know, catch up with her, and I just smashed my fucking head off, like, a low ceiling,
3: oh.
2: um, and and I uh, I cracked my head open about, like, or my, I didn't, like, crack my skull open, but I uh, had, like, about an inch-long gash on my forehead that was just, like, pouring blood down my face. You know how, like, if your scalp starts bleeding, it just bleeds a lot.
0: Yeah. It's like pro wrestling when that's why they they would, like, razor themselves right in their hairline. Because it yeah. just fucking bleeds. It bleeds, bleeds like bleeds, crazy. Bleeds. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, the thumbtacks and the yeah. cheese graters and shit
2: like that. Um, yeah. And so, uh, apparently, one of the people, like, uh, found out it had happened. And I was just, like, sitting at the bottom of the stairs just, like touching my forehead and like tasting my own blood over and over again being like not kind of in shock not really knowing what's going on so they had to like fucking turn the boat around bring everybody back in it was getting late at this point anyways um so might have been about time for us to head back in anyways and i had to go to the fucking emergency room with like my just fucking blood pouring down my head and luckily i you know that was the end of that job anyways so it wasn't like you know i had to go back in on monday morning or whatever and i'm gonna face, just face everybody difficult. No, what vicious? they didn't do—they didn't do stitches. They just did like the butterfly bandages oh, or whatever. No. Um, but I do still have like a sizable scar to this day <laughs> on my forehead yeah. from that one. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I kind of made an idiot myself, but living, <laughs> living, you learn. <laughs> That's so funny.
1: Um, mine—I've been to the emergency room a lot. Um, I don't think like surprises anyone, but um. <laughs> The best one, I think I told you guys about this, was when I was getting my rock climbing recertification. Um, I was Wait, gonna, what? I was a rock yeah. ball instructor for eight years. Oh, what? Yep. Okay. That's new. I was a rock ball instructor, and um, I loved it, but I...
0: Uh, that just doesn't seem like a, Christie, a Christmas thing. like, yeah.
1: No, I, yeah.
0: Like, that seems so against type, because you're like... Was this was this summer camp
2: related? Because I could see you as like a summer camp okay. counselor or something. Oh, okay, like that. Yeah, okay, I, yeah. now I did it makes sense. A
1: little bit during the year too. Okay, but um, and I did it at McMaster for a little while. But oh, um, yeah,
2: because they had that that uh, ropes course or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. That that went in like just as I was leaving.
1: Yeah, so um, I uh, was getting my recertification, um, and uh it had been raining, and it, we were doing an outdoor climbing wall, and it had been raining. And the rocks were quite slippery. But the guy who was belaying me, who was pulling in my slack, was checking out the girl's butt on the next wall, <laughs> climbing shorts.
0: As you do. As he do. Fucking right.
1: <laughs> and I slipped. And because he had not been watching how fast I was climbing, there was slack. And I felt Uh-oh. the slack. So I grabbed a rock as I was falling and felt a really weird popping sensation throughout my arm. And then I let go because it felt wrong. I was like, and I let go and then swung into the side of the wall where there was a bolt sticking out of the wall. Jesus! It was about um, five, no, six, seven inches long and about three inches wide, um, two or three inches wide. And, I hit it so hard with my butt that I punctured my butt.
0: <laughs> Wait, so you have two assholes? What are you no, trying to say?
1: For a while, I had a big. Well, it gets better. So, <laughs> so I get off the wall and I'm in a lot of pain, and my arm feels really weird. But I, I thought it wasn't a big deal. So, um, more
2: concerned about the big hole in I your hole butt. In my
1: butt. So, um, <laughs> like seriously, the skin had been pushed in. Um, and that you could see like a perfect, like, hole that had been like, indentation. Just you know, when like you take, um, you, I don't know how to describe it. I don't you know,
2: sit on something for too long or whatever, and you get a perfect impression of it.
1: Yeah, impression. Yeah, it was like super deep and bloody. So, oh, gross. um, I, uh, they gave me an ice pack, one of those ones that you pop to open. And, um, I put it, they told me to put it in my, uh, Harness and just hold it there like that. and I was like, oh, that's a good idea. So I put it like on my butt and um, put my harness on. And I was belaying somebody who was a little bit heavier than I was, and they fell off the wall because of the slippery rocks.
2: Wait, they still had you fucking like, yep, belaying other people but after they this me, happened. They
1: me too. There weren't enough people to you know, <laughs> just enough people that we all had to belay each other, and they had you had to climb the wall a certain amount of times and belay a certain amount of times to get recertification. So I figured if I wasn't going to be climbing as much, at least I could belay to get, you know, my certification.
3: Jesus.
1: So they fall and the bag, I get lifted up and the bag pops and the chemicals sleep into my butt wound.
3: Oh! <laughs> oh my God. So
1: later that night, I'm lying in bed and my, all of a sudden I just wake up and I'm in the worst pain I've ever been in my life. My arm, I don't know what's going on, but I know something's wrong. And, um... My butt hurt so bad I couldn't, like, I, I didn't know what to do. So I, I walk, hobble. I, like, crawled out of bed and I, like, hobbled over to the the cabin where everybody was, um, or where the the trainers were. And I was like, I need to go to the hospital. But I didn't have my health card on me, so, like, they um, they took me to the hospital and I had to wait, like, five and a half hours to see anybody, um, even though there was no one there because my health card was not with me and they it was like something weird was going on it was like old or i don't know anyway i get to the hospital and i'm waiting there and then this doctor puts me in a room he's like okay well let's see what's wrong first and he looks at my arm and he goes oh you've torn almost every ligament in your arm jesus um and i had to be in a sling for three weeks and he was like this is a reoccurring wound if you keep doing this you're gonna just you're gonna your arm's gonna be in trouble so you, you have to really watch what you're doing and how much weight you put on your arm and I was like, Okay, okay, okay. And then he was like, is there anything else you wanna talk about? I said, Well can you look at my butt? And I like pulled just, out just my... just for fun. Well I was like yeah, I was, like, just really
0: for fun. <laughs>
1: hurting and I, I hit something earlier today and I an ice pack um blew up on I think I got everything off though. And he like looks at it and goes, Oh and like this is a doctor's reaction. He's like, Yeah you got a second degree chemical burn there. <laughs> in my butt wound. <laughs> so I had for years, for years. Your story
3: is better than I mine.
1: Had an indentation in my butt, like a butt dimple, but it was like <laughs> obnoxious.
0: Also so, like scarred chemically too.
2: <laughs> so so basically you had a you had like two face but on your butt. Yep. In the two butt. Yeah. That's Chrissy's new nickname on the podcast. But- there you go. All two right. butt.
0: I have, to, I have to pause for a second. I have to go to the bathroom so bad. I have to pee. I'll be right back. <laughs> that is amazing.
1: Yeah. That's my best.
2: So, so you don't do rock, uh, rock climbing anymore after that? No. After you well, fucking destroyed your arm?
1: I did for a little while a couple of years later. I wanted to go back and so I did it again at Mac. And then again I was climbing and a guy wasn't watching me. And I slipped and grabbed and felt it all pull out again. And so oh. when I went, the same pain happened. So I went back to Emerge and they were like, listen, you can't do rock climbing anymore. Yeah. It's just not worth your arm. Like, because if. Your, arm
2: just, your arm's just going to rot off well, if you do this much longer.
1: If, if I pulled it all again, it's like it gets weaker and weaker every time, right? So, yeah. Because um, it can only heal so much. And they were like, you're going to lose functionality of your arm if you do this another time or two. It's just not worth it. So let's find a new sport.
3: Yeah,
2: it's
1: really disappointing though because I loved rock climbing.
2: I loved yeah, I've done it once or twice, um, and I've also done like a couple like ropes courses and stuff like that <laughs> um, at some at summer camp kind of thing. But I haven't done it on probably f- fifteen plus years at this point.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely crazy. Like, it's it's a it's a huge um, workout, but yeah, it leaves you exhausted.
3: Yeah. Sore.
1: yeah.
2: Mark, you're probably not gonna have to oh, he's coming back. There we go. You're probably not gonna have anything to edit out. We just kept talking.
0: Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs>
2: uh, well I'll hear it, so you know, whatever yeah. you guys said about
0: me, I'm sure will be very <laughs> so.
2: interesting. Mark could never rock
0: climb. <laughs>
3: uh
0: I've been rock climbing a couple times. No, I didn't have a lot of fun. i I have um one of the random questions that keeps popping up is what shoe size are you and i'm like i have size 14 or 15 feet so those little notches to like they're not yeah it's kind of difficult for me to like get a perch on something like that's only a couple inches wide right yeah for like regular people's feet is fine but when your feet are just like massive yeah, and yeah. all feet—it's hard to kind of get a good foothold on that kind of stuff. So I'm only. Seven I didn't have five, a lot of.
1: So I've got like just the right amount of feet.
0: Yeah, no, I got too much foot. Well, I am also six foot five. Anyway, um, Me going to the emergency room. Okay, so this is my mom's going to be furious at me for telling this story, but she—my mom tried to not. My mom almost killed my dad when we were kids because he had his appendix burst on him, and she just like. If you ever have a mom that's a nurse, you can't get away with getting sick for anything ever because she knows, right? Like, she's she'll, she's never going to take you to the hospital because it's just it's not going to happen. Um, so, my dad was just, like, deathly ill and <laughs> ended up having to have emergency surgery and all this other stuff. So, in Christmas of 2004 or 5, I got sick and started to not feel great, so I went and had family dinner and then i ran to work i went to work at the movie theater in the night because they're like double time and a half and i was like yeah i'll do the six hour double time and a half shift in the booth i don't have to do anything that's awesome but i went home and just got violently ill um woke up the next morning mom's like pokes me in the gut and it's like i think your appendix is getting ready to go so i'm like <laughs> okay so, so no hesitation she's like we're going to the hospital she takes me to the hospital so i spent christmas of that year high as a fucking kite on morphine so like my christmas vacation is totally shot because i had to run in and get my appendix taken out on i want to say christmas day like the night of christmas day oh, man. yeah so i just remember and it's like i have random flashes of like stuff so that was the year i think they had that big tsunami in like i want to say like the philippines or something like that mm-hmm. i don't remember yeah, I, I specifically I remember what you're talking about and, like, I had no... People were talking about it. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? What's it... A- well, first of all, what's a tsunami? And second of all, where did this happen? Like, when did this happen? Or, like, over Christmas? And I was like, oh, well. I was high as a fucking kite on morphine for three days because my appendix, like, had to come out. So, yeah, that was my ER story. But, like, everybody... the Going to the ER with your mom, who is, the, like, an ER nurse and every- knows everybody, they're all immediately like, oh. Something must be really wrong. Yeah, cause she- something's really wrong. Because... Because she brought, because, like, they're all, they're all parents usually, right? Like, everybody's got kids and stuff like that. So if you get an ER nurse to, who is your parent to take you into the fucking emergency room, Mm -hmm. something's very wrong. So immediately, like, I become the center of attention. Because, like, oh, one of our people brought somebody in. And it's like, what's wrong with you? And it's like, doctors coming over, like, poking me in the gut and being like, yeah, your appendix is getting ready to go. I'm like, yeah, could you stop fucking poking me where it it hurts? Yeah. But the problem was like the first couple days I was kind of in denial. I had just, just hurt my back at that point. So I have two herniated discs in my lower back. So my pain tolerance is all fucked up. Like I didn't feel pain the way regular people mm-hmm. feel pain because my nerves were constantly pinched in my back. So I didn't really realize that I was having any pain anywhere else because I was always in pain in my back. So I was kind of like, no, mom, I'm fine. She's like, no, you're not. You have like, a, like, you're constantly throwing up. You feel like, like you look, you're deathly pale and i'm like we're <laughs> definitely
3: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i'm like i'm probably just hung it's over from okay like the i open- just it's okay i just watched titanic
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too
0: yeah too much popcorn too much
1: emotional response to uh, so not going into the water
0: no i would have had a positive emotional reaction to watching Leonardo dicaprio drown at that point i think so <laughs> um but yeah i so instead of like my mom denying my dad who like ended up having to go be in the hospital for like a month because of like septic shock and shit like that (laughs) or something ridiculous i was the one who's like i don't want to be in the hospital over christmas break i'm off i have all this time and shit like to do right like i don't want to be like stuck in the hospital for three fucking days or four days or whatever so i'm like boxing day get up and like go to uh no it was yeah yeah it was boxing day sorry I ended up in the hospital. So Boxing Day, I, go, I went to the mall to buy CDs because they were on sale, and this is two thousand and four. Come back, and I was like, "You're white as a sheet. What's wrong with you?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I don't feel great, but I think it's food poisoning." She's like, "You're telling me your grandmother food poisoned you?" And I'm like, "No." Okay, I know, I'm not going to say that. That's <laughs> not happening. She's like, "I think your appendix is fucked." up like, "Okay." So ended up in the hospital for that.
2: I've I've uh, had I get uh, kidney stones like once a year or something like oh. that on average Jesus,
0: really? yeah
2: um I, ha- I haven't had them in a while but uh the yes. first time i ever had them yeah exactly first time i ever had them like i could have sworn my fucking appendix was like good to go because it kills and yeah. uh yeah that was another time i'd, I'd been to the hospitals because i actually did like go in and uh and they were like no you're just passing a you know nice stone through your urethra i was like oh that's much better thank you yeah so, still got my uh, appendix for now
1: no, actually, uh, yeah, I've like been to the hospital so many times for like um things that were like wrong but not actually fixable
3: like, mm-hmm.
1: when I was bleeding down of my butt and they were like, <laughs> yeah that's that's
2: no- nothing we can do about this nothing
1: we can do. <laughs> you can sit here if you want, but you'll be more comfortable at home so, yeah couldn't like, tell me that seven hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> You're
2: You're fine, you just have gas.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I remember when I almost cut off my pinky, um, cutting Rice Krispie squares when I was in kindergarten. Um, (laughs) did I tell you guys that story? No, no, I my mom, um, was I had finally gotten a bunch of friends over for the first like lunch in kindergarten, so it was like that half day, and you got to go home and. I was having all these friends over, and my mom and I had made Rice Krispie Squares. It was very exciting. And I begged her to let me cut them. And she was like, sweetie, I don't think that's a good idea. I was like, no, 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 please, please, please. This is so exciting. And so she was like, okay, but use a butter knife. And I was like, okay. So I went into the kitchen, and I picked up the knife that my dad had used for butter, which was the sharpest <laughs> knife. It's <in> the <laughs> kitchen. But my mom wasn't watching me because she had, like, six other kids to look at. So... I was, um, I cut the first one out and it was fine. So I took it over to mom and she assumed I was doing fine. And then I was cutting the second one and it just went (laughs) because I was cutting downwards and my pinky was hanging. And I remember seeing it and all these like little pieces of Uh coming out of my pinky, which I know now is fat. And
3: um, I was
1: like so devastated because I'm bleeding all over the Rice Krispies and I was just like, so upset about the rice krispies so i wrapped my i took my finger and I, like put a towel around it and then i realized i was getting the towel really bloody and i was just like oh, i'm gonna be in so much trouble <laughs> <laughs> i went up to mom and i was like i'm so sorry she was like what are you sorry why is that towel what happened <laughs> and, like, my pinky is just hanging, hanging oh jesus Like um, she, did you she cut through the bone. no i could see the bone I could see oh oh <laughs> around it was hanging
3: oh um, okay
1: and um uh, the doctors were like oh my God. like my mom took me to the doctor and she's like carrying me and she's like my kids debt my kids in trouble my kids in trouble and they're like oh she's got a cut Yeah, well, we'll get to it and so like
0: yeah pretty it, much like, an
1: hour and a half and i'm like getting paler it's <laughs> like bleeding and just... God. And they finally take me in, and they're like oh it's a good thing we got this in the next couple hours you might not have had use of that finger I was like, "What?" <laughs> and so I still have the scar on my pinky. I don't know if you can see it, right
0: there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, kind of. Yeah, very, yeah. Your camera's really blown out, so it's hard to see. Yeah, I, uh, I,
2: I, cut pretty deep into one of my thumbs when I was a kid. Uh, my dad and I would both do like, um, like model cars and model planes and stuff like that, and use X-Acto knives a lot for that. And those things are sharp as fuck. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so there's one time that I just literally like cut through like in. Uh, entirely through the pad on one of my thumbs and ran into the like nearby bathroom and uh, was just like you know holding it trying to get it to stop bleeding and I'm not sure if it was just that I was like you know I was probably only like 10 or something like that if it was I was just like shaking and and uh, or not or if the blood was like just spurting out that hard but apparently
0: blood got all over the ceiling (laughs) that's awesome <laughs> i have like my, my worst exact i have two really bad exacto knife stories um one time i like because the blades come out and like replace or whatever yep. replace, well I, I replaced one because we used them all the time to cut illustration board when i was in design school mm-hmm. um and the blade just managed to get stuck in the carpet at an angle where it was pointing straight up and i fucking stepped on it and it went right into the bottom of my foot
2: Oh. It was brutal. Until,
0: until I hurt my back, it was the most painful experience I've ever had in my life. It was just this, like, because I like just walked right onto it, like, because <laughs> you're just walking right, and so my foot just went flat right on it, and I was like, oh. and I could <laughs> just, I, I was home alone and just fucking screamed because I was in so much fucking pain, oh. and then I had brutal. to pull the exacto knife out because it was stuck in my foot at this point, like it was like. Right in there, I had to like fucking pull the exacto knife out of the bottom of my oh, foot, god. and I was just like, "Oh my god, this is the worst fucking pain that I've ever been in." And yeah. so like, and it it was right in the arch. So like, anytime you walk, your arch flexes. So it was just like, "Oh, I'm like, there's probably damage in there because of that," and I never got it looked at. But oh, it was just god. like, oh, it hurts so bad. The other worst one, I, I was similarly at. I was at school, and a guy. You got to be really careful when you're cutting a, like illustration board because it's very, very thick, right? And you have to kind of do multiple like kind of passes at it to get a nice clean line. But like not to just jam the knife through it and kink it or whatever. But mm-hmm. this guy was being a fucking idiot and trying to cut it quickly. And he had his utility knife out and he's doing it and he's doing it. And then he pressed really hard and the knife hopped and he went up <sighs> his hand. And I'm, I'm, I'm whatever. So he's got right from like the web between his thumb and his forefinger up his hand to about, I want to say like three or four inches above his wrist. Oh, he just sliced right open. Um, Everybody in the room, it was like an empty room that we were all using to kind of like do work on campus in between classes kind of thing. So there was no like supervision in the room because we're all college students, right? So this guy fucking screams and I look over and he's cut himself open. Two other girls scream because there's blood and I immediately, my first instinct is like you have to wrap the wound, right? Because like you do first aid training, the first thing you do is yeah. like, get pressure pressure on on it it, so i grabbed and i just just bought a hoodie at a matthew good concert like Uh... the night before (laughs) so i grabbed my brand new matthew good hoodie that i wasn't actually wearing it was sitting next to me and i just wrapped his fucking hand in it and like was like hold this as tight as possible right and i'll go fucking call somebody and like get you to the hospital or some shit so i went to go find one of the professors yeah so <laughs> the next day yeah. that guy comes back with his bag and he's like he's all fucking stapled up and like he cut through a couple tendons and shit like that Oof. and was like his hand was pretty fucked it was his left hand so it wasn't like gonna it, he was a right-handed illustrator so he was like still able to stay in class and stuff like that but like his hand was pretty fucked up after that i guess um but he hands me this bag and he's like we tried to wash it but like Here's your hoodie back. It was a, yeah. it was a navy blue hoodie. So I took it out, and it was just like you could tell it was just it was fucked. Like it was so stained from like just poured, gushed blood all over it. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Well, that there, that was eighty bucks. <laughs> it's gone now.
1: It <laughs> probably helped save that guy's hand, though.
0: I don't know. Well, so these, these like, if you hadn't hopped on it so quickly, like I, you probably saved a bunch of functionality in my hand. So like, because you just immediately put pressure on it. Cause I, I, I almost tackled them in like grabbed him and like fucking put the pressure on I was like hey hold that don't bleed out i'm gonna go find somebody blah 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 um Oof.
1: i have i have yeah. one more emergency room story okay um because that that's that what you did was heroism
3: <laughs>
1: mine is harrowing um, okay i uh i think i might have told you guys this too but i also thought i told you the last two but i was in grade two and it was a uh, play day at school and I was in a three-legged race with my, one of my best friends at the time, Kaya. And I was chubby and short. And she was tall and lean and wanted to go fast. And I was not ready to go fast in this three-legged race. <laughs> and she runs off. And I'm trying to keep up, but I, obviously I can't. And I trip and fall on my elbow and hear and feel this deep crack. Like, I've Ooh. never experienced anything like it since. It was just like.
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus.
1: Oh, wait, I have one How more. How do you even
0: have use of your arms anymore? Yeah.
1: It was this arm, too. It's always that
0: one. arm in particular, yeah. Yeah, that arm in
1: particular. Uh, I wonder if Are I'm, you right-handed? I wonder if I was once left-handed and just compensated. <laughs> yeah.
2: You're just like, well, it this sounds, one's clearly like, useless, so It, it sounds like more.
0: that's like, the well, I mean, you're climbing, you're using both. But if you're going to fall, you usually put your strong hand out first to, to catch yourself. So oh. if you bust it up right. in your other hand interesting to, you might have been left-handed and then had to fucking compensate it's possible
1: that'd be interesting though but um well
0: like how do you you bat like do you play baseball like how do you like do stuff are you usually that's right-handed
1: yeah yeah okay. i can go either oh. or though but um yeah. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: but um no I, I have one more after this, this is really funny Hey, anyway, with my with my arm i i got dragged to the finish line we came in second and she was very upset um i'm sure but uh i i was like a pretty big liar at the time when it came to being sick and going home because i was bullied a lot so i would find excuses to go home as often as i could like i think one time i i kept a a yogurt for like three days in my desk and then when i wanted to go home i took the yogurt cup and just threw it on my coat and said i threw up (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> You're actually um, that, that takes planning pretty, too. I was gonna say, that's pretty fucking like Machiavellian. Like that's very yeah. schemy of you. Yeah.
1: But um <laughs> I uh I went to the prin I went to my teacher, um, Miss Senek, and I was just like, I think I need to go to the principal's office and she looks at me and she goes, Do you really, Christy? Do you yeah. really? And I was like, Yes, please. And so she takes me and my vice principal um came in and uh, they took me into the sick room. And so I'm like lying there just holding my arm and it hurts so bad. And the vice principal comes in before my parents get there and goes, oh, sweetie, let me look at it. And he goes, ah, it's just dislocated and goes like this and like tries to relocate my broken arm. Oh. And he shoved the bone up past my elbow. Oh. And, my elbow <laughs> and gave me a spiral fracture, like a spiral break. Like my bone had broken in half at this point and
2: god damn
1: parents it get there in time just to see me like reeling. <laughs> i was just like oh cause i'd never i didn't i don't know if i passed out but i'd never did you then
2: like sue the fucking school
1: no what happened was i am part of the clause where teachers have to have first day training
3: <laughs> oh there
1: you go <laughs> in ontario that was partially because uh, of this guy <laughs> but um geez. Then uh, yeah, so not uh, just guy.
2: randomly trying to relocate people's arms.
1: He had no training. Oh, but um. Anyway, the, the
0: Price, I got first aid training working at a movie theater. How the fuck did the teachers not have first aid training back then? I don't know. Yeah,
1: especially because he was a vice principal, he didn't have to technically, oh. but because we had a school nurse, right? Our school nurse yeah. was our kindergarten teacher, um, Miss Bonthron. But um, no, the uh, the last story I'll share, and then I'll. I'll we can either ask, give the floor to somebody else or ask more questions is um this is just this is just funny. I feel like you too will appreciate it. Um a couple years ago, it was like I guess no, it wasn't a couple, it was like ten years ago now. Um, I was at a Christian youth conference, an Anglican youth conference, um, over March break. And um I was it was an overnight thing and so you were learning all about God and blah blah blah. And um <laughs> I, that's how
0: exactly how i describe it too blah,
1: blah, blah. and um i was more there because dad was still preaching and i felt like mm-hmm. that's what the good christian priest daughter should be doing but um well anyway. priest he wouldn't be a priest pastor. he
0: wouldn't be a, yeah pastor <laughs> yeah he can't be married and be a priest
1: Ugh. anyway um technically he wasn't because my Anyway, um, well, I'm just kidding. Uh, this was
3: okay,
0: fair <laughs> enough.
1: Anyway, so um, I was pulling down this, like, it was like about a 30, 35 pound bench um, to put, like, set up tables for lunch. Cause you know, in like old cafeterias, they have those, like, big tables yep. and big benches. So I'm in the middle of it, pulling it down. And I've done this a million times at camp, cause it was the same place where I was a camp counselor in the summers. And this guy comes over and goes, Oh, Christy, let me help you with that. And he picks up the right side of the bench but he was like six feet tall and when he picked it up it totally threw off my balance and i was like paul no and he was like oh and drops the bench onto my foot onto my and immediately breaks three of my (laughs) toes and i panic because it hurts so bad i start running around the room like because when you're in shock, you just do anything to make the pain stop, right? And I was just like running around the room going, "Jesus Christ, Mother,fucker, goddammit, it shit
2: <laughs> on your broken foot, probably yeah. making it worse.
1: Christian conference and um, <laughs> ends up the, the, there was a trail of blood following me because what had happened was my big toenail had been completely dislodged.
3: oh.
1: And when they took me to the hospital, they had to sew it back on.
3: Oh, oh. like
1: push a needle through the toenail into the nail That's... bed to, oh. to sew it
3: back
1: on because I they they had to protect my my toe so that the nail would grow back. So underneath my toenail, my other toe was nail was growing, so the dead toenail was protecting it. <laughs>
3: Oh, uh, uh,
1: In a conga line, and, um, Oh,
2: uh, now I'm about to puke into my fucking popcorn bucket.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I had broken three of my toes, so I had to be on crutches for like a
0: month. Wow. Jesus. Christ. All right. Whew, all right. That's uh, that was the most disgusting thing I've heard today. So, <laughs> so I think at this point we should just call it a day. Oh. Yeah, I don't think we're going to top
2: that. Yeah, we're not going to... Yeah, we're not no. topping that. I, I See, I have never broken a fucking bone. Neither have I, actually. Like, I, was just Christy, have... I think Christy's broken enough bone for fucking all of us. Yeah, for but the entire like,
0: podcast. I,
2: yeah, I think I've... Uh, I may have cracked a couple bones, uh, a couple ribs, uh, playing rugby in high school. But it was never, like... If it was, it was, like, really, like, tiny hairline fracture kind of thing. But yeah. definitely no- nothing, like, you know, fucking, like, spiral fracture to your...
0: Aren't... I've never, like, I've never had a cast on. I know for a fact yeah. that I've, like, I've cracked some, like, I've I've got, like, bone chips in my knuckles from, like, ramming, um, hitting rims and stuff like that. But, like, oh. other than that, I've never, like, had to have a cast on or anything like that. Like, oh, I've never not. been in that. No, I know it's, <laughs> I've heard it's not. <laughs> but I've never, I've never had to deal with that. Well, think about that. Think about how hairy I am on top of everything else, and then having that <laughs> cast on that would just be. I'd rather just fucking be permanently mangled <laughs> than have to deal with that. Yes, permanently crippled. Well, the yeah. weirdest
1: part is that when they, I had my cast on for three and a half months because it was such a bad. Oh my play. god! So yeah. when they took it off, the, my, because I've been compensating so much with this arm, this one was all like small, withered, and <laughs> withered. <laughs> and- Crap. Was, Grab my strong hand. Yeah. But I dropped like nerds in there. <laughs> <laughs> it was like. So your arm.
0: Well, how old, how old were you when this happened? I was in grade two. Oh, okay. Oops. I was going to say, like, if you were in high school when that happened, that would be the same balance that most of the boys in your class had, too. <laughs> yeah, other <No>, <laughs> really stronger than the, the other. one. had you know, one Popeye arm and. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> fucking jerking it like six times a day <laughs> when <amazing>. you're 14. <laughs> All right, well, we're at two hours, so let's uh, let's say good night or good fucking afternoon. I wonder what yep. fucking time it is anymore. <laughs> um, all right, guys, thanks for listening. Um, you can give us a like on our Facebook page. We're facebook.com slash dance robot dance podcast. Um, let us know what you're thinking. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at drd underscore podcast. Uh, we're available wherever and whenever you get your podcast love from. Um, but give us a written review on your platform of choice. It kind of helps us. Find people since, as I like to say, Christy hates sharing the podcast so don't much.
1: I it; I just don't want my job to find it.
0: <laughs> That's good. Good. All right. Um. So for Dance Robot Dance, uh, I'm Mark saying goodnight. Christy, good night. Christy, say good a- night. Good afternoon. Night. Whatever. Good
1: night. And tell us about your crazy stories with um broken bones, getting and bodies, and injuries, and yeah. various <laughs> other things that we talked about today. <laughs> your shooters.
2: All right. And Tim. Bye, everybody. Try not to develop any
0: more compound fractures, Christy. No problem. Yeah. Yeah, no. Don't get hurt anymore, Christy. All right, guys. uh, Have a
3: good one. (laughs)